This episode, like every episode of Off the Rack, was recorded before a live audience at Comic Pop on YouTube. Join the conversation by subscribing to youtube.com slash comic pop or comic pop returns on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. Welcome back to the show, Tiffany. Uh, we took the week off last week because of the holiday. That's right. We had a good time, Jew. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, spent it with you, so I hope. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Same. Uh, but I'm, hopefully you guys enjoyed your week off uh, from watching this show. Because it's, it's a chore. It is. It really is. <laughs> For you and for them. No. But uh, we're very lucky to have you. Of course, this is a comic book review show where you take the books from the past week, recap them, review them, tell you what you thought about them, and then give you recommendations for comics that are coming out this week we think you should pick up. But there's an exception to that. Today, we have an exclusive review of Valiant's Shadow Man number three, which is not coming out next week or the following week, but the 23rd of June. Well, it's not coming out this week. No. It is coming out the because you said not next week and not the following week, but I believe it is the following week. Mm mm. Mm mm. Because it's not coming out. Two this, weeks. Two. Yeah. Okay. But uh, <laughs> we're going to be talking about that and giving you some exclusive access to that issue and talk yeah. more about the. I think that's the penultimate issue of the first arc. And I think that it's not telling tales out of school to let you know that there's going to be more Shadow Man. If you're on board. Yay. If you're not, only three issues to catch up. Yeah. Uh, we also want to mention, of course, this show is sponsored by you out there. If you're watching the show live, guess what? You can sponsor this episode by, by asking a question in the Super Chats or posting a comment or something, and we'll read it here on the program. For whatever reason, uh, YouTube deemed it necessary to hide two Super Chats from Girk Pectus, who said oh. uh, that apparently there's a Marvel Comics XCOM-style video game coming out from Eidos. Cool. Uh, and also that apparently uh, he wants to know what tropes in comics, I guess, annoy you the most. Like when uh, there's a realistic story and the ninjas show up. I think that's great. I don't think that's a problem at all. I don't know why that's a problem, problematic trope for him. But I will say, uh, you know, there's plenty of tropes that bug me, but it depends on the issue is not necessarily which tropes are problematic, but more about what uh, what tropes are appropriate for the story that I'm getting. And if it's going to be like a genre bender, that it should either do it within the the confines of that genre or yeah. or, or at the least be it uh, in kind of like a expectation circumventing way, like in, a, in mm -hmm. an authentic way, you know, change things up a little bit because there's nothing wrong with a trope. It's just when you play to them uh, and lean on them in, in exchange for substance. Yeah. So there you go. I'm low energy. I'm sorry. I was, I was in the sun for too much today. Uh, Kit Kat Sneak Attack <laughs> said, happy belated birthday. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. My birthday was the first. It was. And uh, you were kind enough to take me out. Thank you very much, uh, wife. Uh, Brian <laughs> Rollins says, I want to believe that the Beast okay. has been replaced by Dark Beast. He's the biggest villain in X-Men from the time-traveling stuff to what he's doing on Krakoa. That'd be cool. I'd be okay with that. But I think that Beast has been undergoing a character assassination for a while. Uh, so I, I don't expect the big reveal to be the dark beast is the reason why beast is such a dick. Cause you'd have to like explain that he was basically doing it since the Bendis era. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of take it more like he thinks it's the right thing. Right. It's just that he's unapologetically he's, he's, certain. He's also like egotistical about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, but like, but that adds to it. So even if you're doing it for a good reason, or if you think you're doing it for a good reason, if it's like ends up not being that reason, uh -huh. that attitude. Right. Makes you, yeah. Yeah. Makes you the villain. That's true. We also wanted to mention uh, that there's going to be a giveaway today. So there that is. should pique your interest a little bit. 
There is, uh, there is, that's happening. That's right. That's right. Uh, we're going to be giving away a special gold edition of Shadow Man number one. It looks a lot like this. Nice. But it's not this one. This is mine. But you'll get one. Some lucky winner in the continental United States will win a copy. Maybe it is this one. I don't know. They're right over there. I could just put one in there. But like, this is a special rare gold in the title. Instead oh, of it not being that. gold, it is gold. And it's got a little bit of a sheen to it. Especially We're going to be giving this away. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, reflection yeah that's why i turned craven and spider-man up there mm, yeah they were very uh, driving me crazy yeah that's i couldn't fair. do it so yeah this is a this is a good fun solid series uh and not a bad issue to start your collection if you're when, if you're interested in trying out valiant uh, i'm going to use the the hashtag uh shadow man if you uh are going to be interested in this you have to have two or three criteria one you got to be in the chat by the end of the show two you got to live in the continental united states because i'm mailing it I'm paying for this postage, so that's what we're gonna do. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, hashtag Shadowman. If you want to be entered to win at the end of the show, our plucky uh, moderator Danielle will be happy to uh, select a random winner. And uh, you Maybe know, she's the plucky comic relief. Did you ever think about that? <laughs> so we'll be sure to remind you periodically throughout the show. Hashtag Shadowman. If you want to be uh, entered to win. So we have more Super Chats, but let's get into a book review this time around. Oh, uh, a get book things... review on our comic book review Comic book show. review. And now, by the way, because... Well, I we... meant, like, we're, instead of just talking. Yeah, right. Because we could do that. We could. Uh, nobody would watch. Okay. So instead, we're going to talk about a book. Uh, by the way, I want to mention that we missed the past week. A couple of big-time books came out past week. I don't want to spend too much time on them, but some of them were worth talking about. So we will occasionally like pepper the episode in with episodes, with books that came out okay. before that. Uh, for example, I wanted to mention that uh, Robin number two came out uh, from Josh Williamson and Gleb Milenkov. I don't know how to pronounce that name and I don't care. But uh, basically, it's the second issue of this uh, new status quo for Robin. He's on Lazarus. I mean, he's dead. He's dead. Oh, but you know what? He's on the Lazarus Island. So, of course, he's not dead. He wakes up. Yeah. Turns out if you are on this island, uh, it's to the death. But also, you live here and you can uh, be resurrected. It's, You'll always be it's resurrected. It's to the pain. Yes, it's to the pain. No, um, it's, it's actually more like a video game. <laughs> Hard to believe that this Mortal Kombat-esque book is like a video game. And it is. Josh Williamson is all but said. It's Mortal Kombat in the DC universe, yeah. which sounds good to me. Um, we got a little bit more information, not not too much information about uh, like that that new character that they introduced. Which Flatline. one? Okay. <laughs> um, but they also introduced a few others. Yeah. Uh, they also established that uh, Connor Hawk is back, yep. and of course he is because everyone's back because like Death Metal killed everybody and brought everybody back, so mm -hmm. whatever. Um, Damien goes nuts. He murders everybody. Shows what a badass he is. Uh, uh, Ravager is happy to explain to Damien the rules and the like. She offers to train him. Uh, ultimately, you know, Damien acts like Damien. Damien gonna Damien. Mm -hmm. uh, he is he's explaining the rules of the island, and he learns that uh, you know he's gonna have to go through some more changes. Gonna have to grow a little bit more uh, if he's going to get out of the series alive again. Haha. <laughs> uh, good book. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's a fun book. It's not like the best book on the shelf, but it is also just out of all the Damien books I've ever read, easily the best one. Yeah, and it's a it's a solid way to get him like doing having his own adventure. Yes. Yeah. And and giving him an adventure you've never seen before, which mm -hmm. is the most important thing. It's giving yeah. you something new, fresh, and also kind of like Trojan horsing other characters into the DC universe or back into the DC universe. Mm -hmm. Uh and, and giving them an opportunity. So yeah. Uh good book. Recommend. 
Uh, also, Beta Ray Bill 3 came out from uh, D- Daniel Warren Johnson and Mike Spicer on Colors. Yep. Obviously, we talked about this book because uh, D-Dubs came on the show to talk about it. All I'll say is uh, the book looks great uh, and it's a lot of fun. It continues to be as good. Any of the reviews that I gave for the last two issues, Stan. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to ruin it or really get, get into it too deeply, but I will say it's good. It was worth having him on to plug the to plug the book because it's still it's still good. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna what what is it? Um, it's Puck, right? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, I'm gonna ship Puck and Scuttlebutt. I think you should. Uh, you know, it's funny. I was gonna assume that it was gonna be Bill and Scuttlebutt, but I like that idea. Of, uh, I think it is. But yeah. I'm just, just why it not? There. Yeah, justice for Puck. He's like she seems neat, right? I'm like, Aww. get out there, Puck. Good for you, Puck. Get you get out that. There. <laughs> get out there. Good for you. <laughs> Um, the gray initiate says, uh, gotta get Tiffany's reaction to the announcement that Dr. Strange is dying this fall. As soon as I saw it, I just had to know. Oh yeah, no, it's gonna be, it's gonna be great. Who doesn't love a, um, stunt right. for your favorite character? Yeah. Who doesn't love hearing about the story and it's not a story. It's just a stunt. That's Listen, the announcement. There's not a lot. There's nothing about it out there. Nope. So it's like, it could turn into something really dope. Totally. But like you release a, like a teaser like that. It just feels like a cash grab. It's yep. just like, Hey, we don't know what to do with this character, nope. but we feel like we should probably put something out at some point about him. Since there's a movie and everything. Yeah. So like, forget a regular book, forget the idea of doing an original graphic novel, oh, no. which strange has taken place or part in before. And, and it tends too to much acclaim, too much acclaim. Forget doing like, like a you know Brian K. Vaughn esque mini series. I mean, this will probably be that kind of thing, like a mini of some sort. Well, every Doctor Strange book of the last twenty years has been a mini. Well, not intentionally, <laughs> um, but no. Nah, let's just, just slap the died on the title. Yeah, cool. Whether he does or doesn't, who cares? Right. I'd skip that speculator market in there. That's right. Get that number one. Yeah, yeah. Get some money off this character. Such a great idea. I don't understand. I had Mark Wade write it. What else am I supposed to do? My hands are tied. I'm out of ideas. Cool. I don't know. Get literally anybody. Yeah. Uh, find someone who has a pitch. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to tell Mark Wade to do it and have him whip up something over a weekend. And if that doesn't work... Then cancel the book. Cancel and the then book, we'll kill him. And then we'll kill him. Well, why don't we put him in a whole bunch of other books first? Just have him shoehorned into random comics. He shows up. Hey, you know what's going to be great, though, is that because Marvel doesn't care about this character, when he does die, he'll still show up in, like, major events and other people's, ca- like, comics. If he does or doesn't die, because, like, they might do, like, a future thing, which they've done before. Mm. Um, But, like, you know, people are already like, who will be the next Sorcerer's Room? Like, we did that already. Nobody we did cared. That and nobody nobody cared. wanted it. And yep. moving on. Then like, to set that up, literally was like, anybody can do this, and no one wanted to. Yeah. And so he just did it himself, and he was like, sorry, Dr. Voodoo. <laughs> Was, no, but then he became Doctor yeah. Voodoo. Because you have to be a doctor if you're doctor. You if you're the Sorcerer Supreme, in order to be the Sorcerer Supreme. So dumb. So yeah, uh, we actually got into a couple of arguments on Twitter because of it, which is hard to believe because Twitter's a great, sane, rational place. Yeah, some people were just kind of like, "Oh, uh, there's a movie. He's obviously going to be back. How could how oh, could pulling oh, yeah. this kind of stunt possibly be I, objectionable?" I feel like. Some people on Twitter mistook my um, my GIF for something that it wasn't, right. which was just me being like, "Cool, thanks for making me feel like you literally don't know how to treat this character who you you know have had for decades upon decades upon decades, who's had very long runs, some good, some bad, but right. like just have no idea what to do with him right now." Right, and it's like it's okay. Like I I you know do I miss having a book with him in it constantly? Like. Or like a, a monthly book where it's like really about him, sure. But like, I only want it 
when there's a story to be told. Yes. Like, but that's that's the kind of reader I am. So for me, I was more just like that was like supposed to be like a thousand yard stare kind of gift. Yeah. It's like, cool. All right. Yeah. Now you've just run out of ideas. Yeah. Yeah. The that's house of ideas like. is out it's, of them. But again, we know nothing about it. And I knew that. Like, but that's uh, that. that's kind of like the admission, isn't it? I mean, like if they had a really solid pitch from a terrific creative team, they'd probably just post the creative team. But yeah. instead, they had an intern make a really terrible Photoshop job of the logo and the words the death of on top of it. So, like, clearly, they just they had that idea. It was just it yeah. was Brevor to going like, just kill him for God's sake. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moving yeah. on. Jesus. Yeah. Make people care by killing him. That's what they <laughs> with Superman. That worked out great. It's not an antiquated idea. Sphere mode uh, 420. Hey, uh, uh, you guys rule. Uh, do you have any thoughts on Morrison's Invisibles? Tiffany? You read some of that. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. You read at least the first issue because there's a review of it from Hack and Splash page. Is there really? Yep. No, are you thinking that or are you thinking um, Nameless? Mm, I am thinking of Nameless. We do have Invisibles, though, so I assumed that you read it. No. Mm. I have no opinions <laughs> about it whatsoever. Uh, Deb M can't stay, but I wanted to say I loved last week's Bill uh, or B.I. Back issues, I see. Uh, also, would you go to the gala if you were invited? What kind of outfit would your look like? Uh, yes, I would go to the gala if I were invited and my outfit would uh, look like it came out of my closet because I wouldn't have access to anyone to make an outfit for me. So, right. you know, it'd be laughable. Well, if you got invited... I think that, well, the thing is, no, I think that I'm, only... I'm not a mutant. Mm -hmm. I, I would just be like, it would just be me in like a t-shirt with, like, right. with a cat on it being like, I didn't realize that there was like outfits. Yeah. I mean, involved. Captain America didn't dress any more opulently than he normally no, does. No, but they wore their, their, their dress uniforms yes. in a way. Like, yes, that's true. Yeah, they're good. I don't have a costume. No. It's no. just, it would just be me being like, yeah, no, you look, you look, that's a lot happening up in this region, mm -hmm. but like, you look good. It's only because it's humid, but it wouldn't be in Krakoa because the atmosphere is no, great No, I was there. saying like, talking to other people at the, uh, mm. at the gala. Yeah. yeah. You look, you look, you look fantastic. Right? Yeah. There. Yeah. M. Astonishing, you might say. <laughs> and, yeah. And then I would be shot off of the island. <laughs> yeah. They would, they would. They just quietly they, domino they, you. They would fastball special me. There you right go. off the island. That's perfect. <laughs> Uh, I will say that um, what's it called? Your back issues was excellent. Oh, Tiffany did you. a uh, the ten of swords. That's when that came out. Yeah, if you're like, if you're like, what the hell happened in that book? Because I didn't read it. You yeah. should definitely check out that episode. But also <laughs> read it because it's a good book. Um, or series it wasn't a book. It was all the books. It was all the books. I took home all the books. <laughs> um, yeah, who's gonna argue? That's right. I will say uh, I also wanted to talk about uh, Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters Part 1 Most Wanted Okay, from Charles Soule and Luke Ross. Here we uh, go. So this was... Um, is this going to be a hot take? Yeah, maybe. Okay. It's hard to, it's hard to say because like uh, <laughs> I'm, you know, I watched, uh, I watched the first, I've watched every episode of The Bad Batch because I have another uh, job where I talk with Benny over on uh, Absolutely Marvel in DC. Yeah, you do. YouTube channel. Uh, and we were covering The Bad Batch. And then Benny stopped liking the show, so my my setting up and watching the show became irrelevant. Mm -hmm. um, and I was enjoying it. I was like, "This is actually not bad. It's actually like a really cute, fun show." And I was enjoying that. Yeah, despite the fact that, like, you know, there's all the felonyisms that you could possibly imagine. Um, but you know, I've I've kind of enjoyed quite a few of the like outings on Star Wars lately. That was a hundred percent not the experience I had watching no. the show with you. No, the, well, the pilot watched... movie is kind of like meh. Yeah, I watched, it gets like, more the pilot and. Mm -hmm. We watched one episode, maybe. Mm, I think it was just. I didn't even think we did that. Like you were just like, and we're good. I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah. But it's cute. It's a, it's like it's fun. Um, but I've enjoyed. Yeah, I, I enjoyed elements of Solo. Uh, I've enjoyed Rogue One. Uh, you know, 
obviously force awakens i enjoyed uh then one out of three ain't bad i guess <laughs> uh, that's more like say for the prequel trilogy they were puppets yeah hey they look good they look good too <laughs> um but yeah uh these comics man i read the prelude to war of the bounty hunters and that first issue that like first prelude issue you know it's funny i thought that was the first issue yeah me so too when you said it was number one i was like did i yeah no travel? all that bullshit was prelude to the event Oh, okay. which has virtually nothing to do with this. You could, you don't have to read any of it as it turns out, which is all the good markings of a tie in. Um, but, uh, but it did have Steve <laughs> McNiven drawing the first issue of the prelude, which is yeah, like yeah, yeah. what you want. And uh, that was really fun. And it was kind of cool. This uh, not, not oh, okay. uh, obviously if you're going to replace shadows, of the empire, you better have a damn good reason. And uh, they don't. And uh, it's funny because this issue, you know, I, uh, I, I understand that the cannon's thrown away. Right. I get it. You can't do it like you can't just do it all over again. No. And uh, or at least people don't want to. And I, I, I understand it if and I even if I don't respect it. Uh, but Charles Soule has written a lot of Star Wars uh, since they've got the license for the comics. And he has been kind of like the arbiter of comic Star Wars for a long time. And uh, and he's done some pretty good work. And in fact, everybody really likes his uh, likes a lot of his stuff, although I think most people's like strong recollection of good stuff from star wars from marvel is kieran gillen's work oh nice but uh but this was this was promising at the, the very least that first prelude issue was pretty cool and this issue was awful was it very cool Ve no <laughs> very cool no it was really bad uh, uh -oh. it was like amateurish okay and like pedantic i hate to say that but like there are moments where we introduce two new characters and i'm just gonna read the dialogue because i need you to understand that charles soul is like a veteran comic book writer who has written a lot of things that you do like and has written nothing that i hate uh but he says to this there's two characters this female character says to another character can we get out of here tekrit I feel like I'm going to catch something just sitting here. The other character says, yeah, yeah, Nalita, give me a second. Uh, this is some of the clunkiest, most awkward introduction of two character names, especially since one of them dies right after this. Uh, who gives a flying fuck? And it's just so, and, and it's just, this is the book is just this kind of shit. Yeah. This feels like they, it's just one guy writing it's, it. It's one of those things where it's like, you may not pay attention to it too, too much um, in terms of like, when characters are introduced but if you think about the way you talk with other people <laughs> yeah you like you may say their names occasionally for sure especially in order to get their attention yeah. or like punctuate something but like that dialogue yeah. that you just read was it, it's very clunky they've clearly been sitting there for a bit yeah they would never like, do that she wants to leave. and like i get that and that that's something that's a that's a writing device no it is it is but like then she should have like said his name first like to get his attention like, yes as though he wasn't paying attention yes you know, yes. like, but it doesn't really read like that necessarily. No, it does not. It reads like it needs to function to like let you know who these characters are so that they can go to Wikipedia. Yeah. Well, it doesn't um, hurt that they also boldened their name. Yeah. So, you know, you're supposed to read it. Bold is usually used for punctuation. Yeah. And in like, comics. maybe, maybe they're, maybe they're annoyed at each other. Maybe. I have no context for these characters. Don't so worry. Just, there isn't I'm any. Making it up. But it doesn't matter. Uh, but it's it just, up. it's just quite awful. Uh, and it's just more and more of that. And things you've seen before, things you didn't, you, you couldn't care less about. I also feel really bad because like, I like Luke Ross's pencil work. I've mm -hmm. liked it since I read or read his comics from 20 years ago or more. Yeah. Uh, I, I like it so much. I'm actually going to point out, like, I literally bought a page drawn by him. Like, 
I don't do this. I don't buy art very often, if at all. But I did buy a page of Luke Ross's pencils Trying and inks. Not get a um, a glare. Yeah. Now it's fine. There. Yeah, it was better before. No, no, no. This is great. They can see it. It's just you know really bright. Yeah, but it's uh Nailed you know it. so like I I dig the dude's art, uh, and I think that that's the his work is not at fault here. It's Niraj Menon's art when they colored it. I like the coloring. See, I hate it. I, I think it, like it, it, it doesn't I, do the, it, it doesn't do the pencils any favor. It may not work with this art, but I do kind of like it. I, I think I get what they were going for was like this very kind of like washed out pastel palette here. I don't know. It's just, it, it did not do the art any favors. You know what it reminds me of kind mm. of I, in my mind's eye, yeah. I guess. And like, I haven't watched this in forever, so I forgive me. Don't I don't really care um, if I'm wrong, but like it reminds me of Boba Fett from the holiday special. Yeah, it does a little like bit. That palette, right? And maybe that's what they're going for, but maybe <laughs> I, don't. Why would you do that? Right, but maybe just don't do that because why would you? But otherwise, you know, like the, this, I don't care. I, I, this is the last issue of the War of the Bounty Hunters that you'll see of mine until we do it on back issues. But like, yeesh. Whoa, okay. And I haven't I haven't felt like that in a while, and I was just looking at it, I'm like, damn, like yeah. what the hell? That's fair. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's jump into some more super chats here. Let's uh, do it. Why try? I sweat. Uh, great job on the ten of swords back issues, Tiffany. Thank you. I got it in house slash powers of ten. Ordered it right now. Uh, can't wait for some redos of older back issues either. Long form content, guys. Thanks. Thank you so much, and I enjoy. You got you got some hefty tomes on the way. Then this is true. They they are not small books. No, <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah, but it's nice. Yeah, like having actually like having that like like I don't know, Ten of Swords book itself, like the hardcover. Yeah, like it was actually pretty easy to to read. It didn't feel like so unwieldy. No. I have a couple of hardbound books that like I really like them, but yeah, yeah. like I have the just, onslaught on one of us. Forget it. You yeah. can't like you can't read it. It's like, just it's just rough sometimes. No. Um. No. Yeah. Uh, Aaron uh, Danielson says, "When are you going to reveal your fable General So's pie recipe? It's literally just make pizza, but grab a General So's order and just dump it on top of a crust. Yeah, there like, you go. It was there's no effort or thought that went into it, but uh, but thank you for remembering it and digging on it because uh, you know it was a fun idea. You know what I would recommend though, if you're going to do that, take it to the next level. Yes, like you could just obviously get one of those like." bubbly or like whatever they whatever are. no not, i like the idea of getting sponsored. a real yeah go go to the pizzeria ask them ask to buy a dough yes just get the dough right just get the dough just get the dough get your order because mm -hmm. you probably have a pizzeria and a chinese place in town no doubt right and next then to you, each other you get your your pizza laid out mm -hmm. you put that on top yeah the cheese and that's the thing like i didn't use any cheese i think you need a cheese i think you do too but i don't think it's mozzarella I, it might be i'd say a mild one i think you need something I think it mild. Needs to be mild yeah i think you're right but i think the mozzarella could be mild. what about that uh, what's that what's that mexican cheese that you can get on like a uh, like a cojita? sandwich yeah cojita something like that i don't think that it that melts well mm. enough Mm -hmm. I think you need something a little melty. You just don't go crazy with the cheese. That's the thing you need and to leave really off make the it Parmesan. Staring. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. We add that on later. Yeah. Don't put uh, it or on. Or don't right do it now. at all. We're just saying, if you want to try it, add it on after you're done. Yeah. To an individual slice. Don't don't go all in on that. This is true. Uh, Kevin Kruger, can you please bring back Compop Kitchen and hashtag Shadow Man? I'd like to, but like you know, it hurt the channel to make more of them, and people <laughs> didn't really watch them. I hurt the channel. No. It was they hurt the channel by not watching. That's that's the gift. of That's me. why you're here. That's why we're all here on Tom Club <laughs> Returns. So we're over here, which I like. It's comfortable. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah. Uh, Kevin also mentioned uh, who makes the better gumbo, Gambit or Monica Rambeau? Probably Gambit. 
Yeah, I would say so. I'm sure Monica has a great recipe, but Gambit's really particular things. Like he's so like kind of be flaky sometimes mm-hmm. all over the place and like loose and freewheeling. Yeah. But I think some things. Yeah, like the kitchen, forget it. And the cats. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just like I I feel like he'd be like, no, 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 no. We have to get this from this place, this from that place, mm-hmm. this from here. Don't touch anything. I agree. Rogue's like, I know I could do something. He's like, no, you can't. No. No. Just wait. Just enjoy it. (laughs) Authentic apathy. Watch. They're going to reintroduce. They're going to introduce a resurrected 1610 Doctor Strange Jr. as our strange, illegitimate son to replace him. Let's not do that. Uh, That one died, too. Um, And Bear F. Any thoughts on the new Inferno announcement from Hickman's X-Men? Well, that's a good transition. Let's talk about some X-Men. You've covered a lot of uh, X-Men in the past. Let's talk about some Hellfire Gala. Do we want to do that? Or do we want to talk about X-Men 20 that came out last week? Yes, let's week? talk about X-Men let's, 20. Because like, that leads ago. us right into it. So yeah, yeah because it. like 20 was a big book. Because, it was. And this is where it's like, I'm like, I'm like getting a little like. Mm, nervous? Not nervous. It's more that like, I'm like struggling right now with um like Hellfire Gala and how it's progressing and we'll get into that in a minute mm-hmm. with like keeping my emotions away or like from the fact that I, I you can feel the end coming. Yeah, and, and I'm like, I hate not that ready for feeling. that. I yeah. See, that's the thing is that I don't feel it coming. I see the announcement and the Mark Brooks uh, art and I hear the suggestion that they're going to end it with this and I'm like, "What?" Yeah. Like it feels like no, it's not earned, it's not ready yet. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like it just it, and I'm that's what I'm I guess I'm getting worried about is like a, a sensation of feeling too rushed. Yes. But like listen, I'm going to I'm going to ride this out and you know just try to keep everything as objective as possible Absolutely. because the subjective nature to me would be that I'm just like I'm not ready so everything's bad because I don't want to accept the end of things. That's such a a rare thing to have as a comic book fan. <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> trying so hard. Um but I don't want it to end. But yeah, X-Men 20 was a big one. And the reason we um definitely need to talk about that was because it like calls all the way on back yes. to Powers of Ten. Yes, it does. We go all the way back to Powers of Ten and we're talking about Nimrod and like when that reveal comes of like that, I was like, oh, it's like right in front of us the entire time and, yep. and like to me it made so much sense especially when we see Nimrod in the future yes. and like his like weird, his behavior, his strange like, behavior. Oh! Yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Um. Also, we're calling back to, um. I guess House or Powers. I can't remember which one had um Mystique and Destiny. Yes. Involved. Yeah. There. So like we're go- we're like we're winking on back to that because mm-hmm. obviously Hickman has many a a loose thread. Yep. Just a dangling in the air there. Yeah. Um. And even though like they're all kind of right in front of us, like oftentimes we kind of forget and don't always see the connection coming, which to me is the the sign of a well-told story. Yes. Is that like, why did I see that coming? Why did I see that coming? And like, it feels earned as opposed to like, why did I see that coming? Oh, because, oh, because they no, left it out. Yeah. They omitted it. Let me. Um, sure. But um, yeah. So like, I just want to talk about that only in terms of the fact that like, we're dealing with two of those plot threads. We're yes. dealing with the fact that Mystique wants to bring destiny back her wife. And um, that's never going to happen. <laughs> well, it's not going to happen yet. Right. Well, because Moira says it's not going to happen. Yes. Because obviously they would want to live there and mm-hmm. no one who has any sort of ability to prognosticate is allowed to be on. Well, yes. Krakoa. And in particular with uh, destiny, the fact that destiny had run into Moira before and could see this coming. Yeah. It's uh, almost like that whole protocol was in place just because of Moira's oh, experience with 100%. destiny. It's it like, is. I don't know. It'll be weird if I say that only she can't come yeah, back. All of them. But I feel like when she dumped her mind into Xavier, Xavier should be like, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. No destiny. Got it. Yeah. What he should do is just be like, Oh, 
there's a Kitty Pride thing in the vault. She can't come back. We tried like 17 times. Well, then how come no one else can, like everyone else can come back? No, look at Kitty. Kitty couldn't go through the gate. We couldn't figure it out. It's going to take some time, but we'll figure it out. But right. she can't right now. <laughs> right, right, right. We tried. Not, not, I dare you, Mystique, to be your better nature. Right. Um. So, so we got that going on. And like Mystique has been working, uh, sits on the Quiet Council, has been working with um, Krakoa in order to complete missions, in order to basically get uh, Desi bumped up in the queue. Yes. Because the, apparently the queue is very long, unless it's not. Right, unless you're Apocalypse or you're a friend of Xavier. Right. Or you're like one of the kids from Way of X. Yes. Then it's okay. Which it must be frustrating. As totally. All, as all get out for anyone who has someone in the queue. And we've seen that in other books. There are, there are other characters from other books who we'll talk about later on. Yeah. Um, who want someone to come back. And the resurrection protocols, like there is this mysterious like list somewhere of yeah. individuals and when they're going to be coming back and when they are. It seems be kind of back. arbitrary. It does, but it, like, I get it. Like, obviously like the five can only run so many resurrections in a day. They're not, they're, they're not an Amazon warehouse. No, but they do have like, ja- um, but they do ejaculate when they do it though. Like it's awesome for them. They said it's like euphoric. Yeah. But eventually you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take a break. You gotta take yeah, a break. You gotta hydrate. Juice, yeah. Um, but, um so like the this list no one it's supposedly out there it's obviously like just whoever xavier or whoever they wants yeah um and yeah obviously between people going on missions and dying um people randomly dying people who go through the crucible yep you know what i mean like there's there's quite a list and during um ten of swords there was a delay in the list because they destroyed all the eggs they destroyed all the eggs and so for a bit nobody was being resurrected right um so there you go. And then you have like a couple of people who were resurrected who probably shouldn't have been and now are different. Yes. So resurrection has been like a hot button issue so much so that in way of the acts we're really exploring that and what it means in terms of like religious implications, um, not only for like real world religions for us, but like for potential religion for immortal uh, mutants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Mystique is set to go and destroy Nimrod because they've discovered that Orcus has like put it together so that um, what's her name? Gregory? Yeah. Is it Gregory? Gregor. Gregor, Dr. Gregor, yeah. Um, wanted to bring back her husband who died in House and Powers. Yep. Um, defending the space station that they were on. Yes. Stop the, the like, Omega Sentinel or whatever. The, ma- the Master Mom. Ma- the Mother Mold. Mother Mold. I was like, Mother Master? Master Mom? Uh-huh. It's Master Mom. <laughs> She's gonna make you clean your room. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> but that, like, she found a way through using science words and yes. And who gives a shit and partitioned computers and such things to create Nimrod and put him in it. Yep. So he could come back. She uses as like basically like a, like this is the way we can bring people back, blah. But like, really she just wants to bring her husband back yeah. and have that relationship and connection with him again. Um, it's without even knowing it, they're mimicking what the, X-Men are, are like, what the mutants are doing because it's like they create these bodies and then like the consciousness is put into it, that uh-huh. kind of thing. Um, they do that. Mystique have, like asks Forge to make a weapon. Yep. They have like a back and forth there. Sure. And it's like a mini black hole. That she goes up there and it fails because Nimrod immediately knows. Yep. Nimrod's put on put online. He figures it out. He yeah. knows what's going on. Yeah. He he, he identifies a mutant as his, his function as a freaking as a freaking sentinel. Yeah. No, um she fails. She like, whizzes it. She whizzes it. Uh, and he creates copies of himself, which like partitions his mind, mind and memories. So, his yeah. personality. The the part 
it's his personality, but his personality is really just the memories in mind that he has. And like, yes. so they go into those. And so if those die, then they're lost forever. And right. so like they do die, of course. And so like, he's really just kind of a machine, but obviously as we've seen in the future, there's parts of him still left in there. Yes. Um, she's like devastated by this. Yep. Just devastated, but they figure that she'll be fine. Yeah. They bring mystique back and like, have mystique say aloud like what happened like, yes we, have, we want you to hear you hear yeah we want you to explain how you failed well, tell no, us what happened I, I think it's also they they just want to hear it said out loud because it's terrifying yes like that nimrod has come online yes and it's like okay crap so they're already like launching into like what they're going to need to do next mm -hmm. and like she's surprised somehow yeah that they're not going to bring destiny back well i mean she like, did fail but they, also what the hell but like they punctuated it at the beginning like when she went off it, like you have to succeed and then we'll do this yes and then she's like, and then uh, you didn't succeed. what about my wife? And he's like, what about her? Yeah. And I mean, I mean it's a dick move it's and it's not Xavier move. in any way, but like, yeah, such a dick move. Um, and it's like, why are you poking the bear? <laughs> like, you know, it's mystique. Know. Like when she comes back to life, she has skulls on her head already. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. It just seems like they it's are, really asked for. Think about how many of their villains right now are in a place of like euphoria and happiness. Well, I was going to say in terms of like, they, we see sinister at some point yes it's gonna be a problem apocalypse off the table but in another land right with like crazy stronger like family yeah and like crazy demon things and stuff like yeah, that. yeah what we need is to piss off mystique we, uh, listen, instrumental we, we've got a problems. lot of other like potential villains here mm -hmm. um and like really strong mutants who are going to be a problem yeah let's 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 take the the, the shape changer and you know yeah let's 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 kick her while she's down yeah i mean at least you got wolverine yeah great who could like you know sniff her out yeah kind of his crazy sniff power right well all she needs to do is like pretend to be exodus and say a couple of things and set things in motion <laughs> uh, but there's also another big reveal at the end of this which what? is what we finally check in with moira yeah we see moira and we haven't in a while and she's reading these books yeah now we want to talk about these books because they're no, pretty important well they're just they're the writings of destiny that like this is another thing it's just maybe they know like maybe they need maybe this is all machinations of moira and xavier that like he like it's not enough to not bring destiny back right because everybody because you know you bring it back beak and shit but like we're gonna deliberately do this knowing that mystique and make mystique an integral member of our like i assume they did that squat, to like keep her keep her busy like yeah because i think they did it I think they're doing it on purpose. I think they're doing it, keeping her mad. Mm. And I think that like, you know, Moira is like, these are some things that either I can check with my own experiences or that like, I don't know what's coming so I can know what's coming next time. Right. But these writings, which like, I don't know. It's interesting. The idea of like what these writings represent, what they would represent. And like, if they would represent some of the other lives or what have you, but yeah. like, yeah, I assume she's doing some checks. Yeah. Yeah. Doing some checks yeah. for sure. I don't know. She looks relaxed. She does look relaxed. She looks a lot less stressed out than I would be if I gave Mystique a hard time and then had her stare at me the way she does. I'd be like, also, I'm a friggin' telepath and I know what she's going to do. He's like, for right now, we're fine. Yeah, but right now, right, specifically right now. But then they imply by saying in a big bad teaser yeah, this fall inferno is coming inferno was an event that happened in the past it involved certain players seems to be involving some other players as well this yep. time around and then we'll just see how it goes yeah i doubt it'll have anything to do with the previous inferno but that's like what hickman does that's what's so con concerning for me because i my money was on age of apocalypse they were going to call the big 
Secret Wars, X-Men event, Age of Apocalypse. Right. And I, I, I hope that's still the case, but I'm concerned based on the, like the, the, the scuttlebutt, not to be confused with the ship that Beta Ray Bill flies in or has sex with. Uh, I'm talking hey, about the conversation. Uh, yeah. Puck justice for Puck. They haven't had any. I know. I doings. know. I know. Not yet, <laughs> but uh, this is an event. This is the secret wars. This could be it. Mm -hmm. I, I sincerely hope not because I feel like Hickman would not set up all this backstory for apocalypse that would contradict things that people vehemently say is contradictory to apocalypse's character sure. only to then go like, Oh, I'll just leave it up there and just see who wants to come back and do it. Maybe Bendis wants to write an event well, with the apocalypse. I, no, I agree. No. I also don't want it to be where he doesn't get a chance to finish it. Like he yeah. either goes to a different project. Or, I feel like you know there's I mean? no way that he's just going to leave. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like if this is the end, at least it'll be him doing it. Yes. Yes. That's true. So that's true. I just want to talk about that because that was a big one. It was. Um, it's so funny with the X main X title, how mm -hmm. it's like either be like a like mind blower or like just a waste of like pages sometimes. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's, but it's interesting. What does it mean to burn down Krakoa? I mean, Krakoa is a living character. It's yeah, interesting. Krakoa's like, um, yeah. Right. Like what about, uh, Arako? What that, about well, Okara? She's, got, she's, gonna, like, well, she's not going over but there. I'm just saying like, what about all the islands? What about the pieces of it? Like, right. Well, do, they're will not the nation connected. be destroyed? What's going to happen? Are they going to Genosha this place again? Yeah. I don't know. They'll just go to Arako. Right. She's not going over there. No. They'll kick her butt. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So yeah, that's that was last week with uh, with with X Men. Yeah, um, but it does dovetail nicely because that was the when that was the one where they're like, this is the thing that's coming in fa in fall. Yeah, hang on, now we're gonna have a big party, which I I kind of love that. Yeah, about them because it's like that is so in keeping with the X Men yes. and like their current state of mind right now. Absolutely. Yeah, let's celebrate while we're while we're down. Yeah. Or like we're about to be. Right. But it's exciting. It uh, is, so, for sure. But yeah, the Hellfire Gala. Uh, do you want to do that? What do you want? Where do you want to go next? I guess we should talk about Marauders. I don't have it here, but like. So wait, I think we should do the X Force in order. Mm. And I, think, I think it's only three. I think it's Marauders, Marauders X Force, and Hellion. So this is what I'm not digging about this. I believe it's Marauders, X Force, and then Hellions. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I'm not thinking about this is like how in with um, sword, like ten of swords, mm -hmm. you had a, a numbered. It was very it was clear. Very clear which ones you were meant to read in what order. Now that could just be saying that it doesn't really matter. I think it doesn't matter because for me, at least with Marauders and X Force, they felt like I was watching a play or <laughs> like I was watching one of those movies where we see something from a different perspective. Yes. So like, while it, I'm sure for a lot of folks, it was like they're just retreading stuff we already saw. Ah, mm -hmm. I'm like. This just feels like it's like, yeah, but I'm getting the rest of the scene. Exactly. Or I'm getting it from a different perspective because we do. Like, yeah, we, we get see, like, Iron Man when he Iron shows Man, up. Iron Man, Kid Omega, we see that. We see like kind of the rest of it play out differently from X-Force. And then we yes. kind of see the resolution of it as well. Yes. Um, and X-Force was funny because X-Force is very much through and through an X-Force book. Yeah. You know, I was kind of expecting it to be like Ten of Swords where it doesn't necessarily matter what title you're reading because you're just reading a chapter in the Hellfire Gala, but yeah. like, no, that's not what this is. Well, it's not an event. That's funny because it's like the Hellions book does exactly that. And that's exactly what the Hellions book. Right. Did. It's During a Hellions book. Ten of Swords. That's like, true. Ten of Swords. They, they just did their own thing. They happened to move to another place and they set some stuff up, which actually is paid off in the Hellions book. Yes. <laughs> a little bit. We get, we get a little something there. Um, but like their book in particular, they just do their own thing. Right. They're the Hellions. They're like, they're gonna, they're the reject team. I love them so much. Um, but Marauders definitely treated it much like that, where they're just like, here's the kickoff. 
here we go. Like the the gala has begun. Like yep. X Force let everybody through. We see the Avengers show up. Yep. The way they're able to get through the gate is they have a flower they wear in their lapel and they get to go through that way. And yep. They show up. And Unless you're Iron Man, you're like, pass. I'll just fly in. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're the Fantastic Four who do the same thing. Yes, and I love that because yes, in the fallout of Fantastic Four X Men from Zadarsky. Yeah. Uh, we have a great interaction, I think, in this one where uh, Reed meets up with Xavier. And uh, Xavier's like, I'm a dick. Don't forget. In my opulent costume. And Reed's like, I'm going to tell you something. It's just scribbles. We don't know what he I says. I know. I know. I'm excited because that means we're going to pay it off. We're going to do something with that. Right. We have a lot of focus on Doom in this issue. Yeah, Doom shows up in this issue. Well, they didn't want to invite him. Yeah, because he was a dick in the last yeah. story also, arc. Also, you got Doom, so I get why they might want to put focus on yeah. that. Yeah. Strange shows up. Yes. Did you uh, like the line for Strange? Yes. Finally. I, actually, I did. I'm I, not overdressed. I, 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 you know, I very much appreciate that. He said, I'm underdressed. Yes. And I was like, that must be nice for him. Yeah. Because even in a room full of superheroes. Yeah, he he's... feels a little garish. <laughs> it's a little much. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Um, there's obviously a lot of like dignitaries there, politicians from around the world, uh, because the key to this event is not only to host a big special party where Emma gets to have three costume changes, um, but also to settle some of the political issues they have and to like maybe build some new bridges yes. and or possibly destroy some new bridges. I don't know. Well, mm -hmm. who knows? Yeah. Um, that's really what it is. It's supposed to be like kind of political intrigue. Yes. Yeah. Because like. Emma's good at that. And the idea of the Hellfire Club using debauchery and parties as a way as a parlay mm -hmm. to like settle things that wouldn't normally work in a uh, more official setting. Yeah. It's par for the course. It's a great <laughs> idea. Yeah. I, I think that Emma's costume changes in this issue, by the way, are better handled than the last one because in the X-Force book, From the, that's the next one. Yeah. I'm sorry. The yeah. next one, uh, it's confusing because they muddle it. Like yeah. they screw it up. So like I, that was in model for me, but I knew she had three changes. Yeah. I knew she had three costumes. Right. I was like, no, this is the evening's progressing. Yeah. No, but like they, they mess up where she's doing one thing and she's, you know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't matter. I was going to say like her, like in one, she incorporates her secondary mutation into her costume. Right. She does, but she does, she does that for a reason. Okay. But she does that for a reason she in the does, other issue because in, in X-Force, she, X does, it she for does that a reason. because it's not in coordination with the costume that she's doing. No, it. she okay. does it for a reason. Okay. All right. Um, we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, Emma has three different costumes. Did you have a favorite? Uh, they're all, I, she gets I think more naked. The this more is we true. I got to tell you, I think the diamond outfit idea was the most, in, you know, because the, the fur was like ridiculous. I felt like that was, there was I, no way it would actually work. Well, that's what makes it so spectacular. Yeah. It's Emma. I course. guess the second one's the most iconic, but the third one, I just, I loved the idea of her using her diamond yeah. form at, incorporated into the costume. I was like, that's a really clever use of yeah. her power and idea. But I think the second one would be like the, the interpretation of her mind powers incorporated into like a headwear. I was yeah, like, that's it's solid. also like an X. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I like that one. Too. I like that one too. That's my favorite. That one, that, that so one that's I the cover of this episode. Yeah. Right. You know, regardless, like the only reason I'm bringing that up is because like her costume changes are only important in terms of like, it helps you to progress through the Where, evening Yeah. because this issue actually takes you through the end of the evening, but you're missing huge gaps. Yes. Yeah. Um, which again is maybe why I'm thinking of it more like a like vignette movie or like a play of some mm -hmm. sort where it's like something's gonna happen. Yes. And we're gonna fill it in. Right. And we're gonna fill it in as we go. So I don't know. There's a performance yes. by uh, a mutant, uh at, including Gene and um the Stefford Cuckoos, which yes. they don't call them that. No. 
Um, they call them their other name, the mm-hmm. uh, five and one. Mm-hmm. And it's like this cool, like, d- like Disney style, like light and music show. Where... Yes. And if the butterfly hits you, you in- you experience the what it's like to be that person. Yeah, and... to like be able to play an instrument. I was like, that to That's me was fascinating because yes. I am so not musical. Mm-hmm. I would love to have that experience to understand what it is to be able to like see and understand the language of music and then to like reproduce it yeah. or create it. I was like, that's cool. I would totally be down. Agreed. For that. I like doom being like, meh. Yeah. No, the, no. I'm like he's just such like, yeah, yeah. he's really stewing it. He's it's a curmudgeon. Great. I love it. There's a dice game going out with yep. some of the like characters and like thing shows up. I like that. Yep. I like that too. He's like, I, he enjoyed the butterfly thing. And then he's like, I gotta get ahead. All right. There's enough of this. This is, this is too much. For me. Yeah. <laughs> Very Bruce Willis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love this like moment between Emma and Banshee. Yeah, they they were they they ran Generation I X know, together in I the uh, Boston Institute. I thought that was fun. Uh, Emma is being an active host, like mm-hmm. she's hosting the Hellfire Gala, even though technically so were Sebastian, I guess. And yeah, but I don't want to cart Katie. Sebastian over to. Yeah, anybody. but I'm just saying, like, she's really the mastermind it's behind hers. this, yeah. and like, so she's like working the room, but like, she immediately sees um, Steve Doom and, Doom. And, and Captain America, like about to having a problem yeah and so she goes over there to like smooth things over yeah well to cool kinda, down. like yeah just like be like oh hi whatever so she ends up like talking to steve uh shiar shows up with like a gif which we see later on yes uh but she like i have been in this situation but i don't have telepathy no and maybe not this exact situation but where someone's like oh i got the thing that you blah blah blah, blah. and i'm like yeah right the thing i like she's, she's just, zero. The conversation she has with her brother in their minds yeah. is great. Yeah, with Christian, she yep. she gets help immediately with that. Mm-hmm. I love seeing, by the way, the costumes that we saw in that Hellfire Gala like preview, preview thing, like yeah. in the background, which must have been really helpful for all the artists. Totally to be able to just reference what this is what they're looking like they can use and yeah. like just plop them in. Like there's like one with Jubilee, and I was like, oh hey, it's Jubilee, and I know who it, it, it's her. Yes. Um. We're, uh, we have a moment where the the cuckoos yep. perform a little. Uh, they they make a decision. Yes, they make some decisions. We don't see what but comes of what that. the yeah what the outcome of that is. is. That. I love this scene. This is like I I'm I'm focusing in on all the wrong things, everybody. But <laughs> Stephen Strange was in this book, so obviously you saw or you knew that I saw him talking to Rogue. Yeah, who I also love right. I'm like that's a great combo. I've never seen that before. How fun! Imagining Gambit like yeah on his way over. No, <clears throat> no. No, no, Steve, go away. No, I listen. I respect you and, oh. <laughs> and your move, sir. But <laughs> this is my wife now. Pick a card. <laughs> no, she's uh, Rose too good for that. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> no, she'd like let it go on for a little bit. Yeah, and then that would be it. Like I'm married, but inevitably, like we see, we skip to the end of the evening, right? And then we see the end of the evening. Where everyone's like, I it's really, a disaster. Yeah, and everyone like needs a moment, but like. Honestly, like Cyclops and, and Steve end on a handshake. And they're yeah. like, you solved some problems here, but, but you, you also made some other ones. Yes. And I'm like, mm, oh, mm, okay, cool. Yeah. I also liked uh, the moment where um, Emma's talking to the dignitary mm-hmm. and the dignitary tries to be diplomatic and she says, say what you mean. And she just openly, you know, because she uses her mind to do it. Yeah. And like, speak your mind. It's like, you've ruined relations with mutants for a long time. Goodbye. Right. Right. It's like, ah, oh, we'll have a lovely evening. Um, also, we see that like Emma like notices that like Steve gave her a look, mm-hmm. like, Steve Rogers, and yes. like she's like, I never really considered him. Yeah, but, 
you know, that is America's ass. Right, um, exactly. But then she realizes that, like, I guess she reads his mind. Yes. And She's he, like, oh, 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 no. He thinks of it, like his mother. But like when she was young. Yeah. But like she, you know, turn of the century, the yeah. last century. It did not do any favors for anyone in that situation. That's fine. Steve would not sleep with Emma. No, no. <laughs> and I, I, I wish she talking to Kitty. Mm hmm. Yeah. About it. Yeah. And like, essentially, like Kitty's like, he likes football and like, yeah, eats like, like hot dogs. Or yeah. Whatever she says. He likes or baseball. He drinks milk. He, he drinks he milk. Baseball. I've got everything wrong there. Uh, I don't like, I don't know your, sports, he probably likes football. I don't know your sports balls. Okay. Yeah. No, you, you, you hit the puck into the, the thing, the field goal. Yeah. You win the game. Um, raw. No. Um, that like he drinks milk. Yeah. And like, he likes baseball. He's just all American. Mm -hmm. Just a simple. Just, it would guy. not work. No, Emma. She's like, and I think part of it is Emma's like, yeah, I know. I know. It's going to be a, a beautiful disaster. Yes, exactly. Um, Spectacular wreck. <laughs> but that's it. Like, we just kind of do like a, a little bit of an overview set up to this. Yeah. In a way, you know, where it, it, it's like, hey, this is kind of what we're going to be getting into a little bit. You see some of the players involved mm -hmm. and you know, the evening doesn't go quite as planned. Exactly. And seemingly the rest of the books will be filling in that time frame, mm -hmm. which they do. Yeah. Well, at least. Two of them did. At least two of them did. Yeah. And one of them was uh, X-Force. Yeah. By the way, who made that book? Oh, that uh, I want to say it was uh, Jerry Duggan uh, with art by Matteo Lolly. Nice. And, uh, of course, X-Force number 20 from Benjamin Percy and Joshua Kassara. Mm -hmm. um, this is just an X-Force book, but also during Krakoa, so we take a lot of Beast and the subplot of that story. And, like, I haven't read any X-Force except for, like, the last one we read you know months ago mm -hmm. where they dealt with like plant people and stuff it's not them i thought it was them i well, thought it was the plant things oh, okay yeah it was like the the where they use i have read some x okay so good. it wasn't that no it was the uh it was like issue 10 mm -hmm. with the um terra verde yes island yes or like country mm -hmm. um, yeah where they were hostile to mutants and then he's like well, oh well i'll just because not because they yeah. were creating their own plant yes. tech stuff and then krakoa showed up with like their ability to actually do it mm-hmm and like ruined them yes and so yeah but beast decided all on his own that like i'll use them like i'll i'll, I'll manipulate yeah, it to he, have a friend in another international yeah, place except and, then he like ends up like killing yeah he like makes one of the brain dead and that's yeah. what makes gene quit oh gene has quit now x-force and the quiet council. The quiet council yeah eventually she'll quit krakoa she'll move to arako and become the phoenix yes because they'll be like we are all about phoenix on yeah. this island right that'd be awesome that'd be fine with me she's super powerful and super hot it makes more sense than echo being phoenix <laughs> i'll tell you that jason aaron um but essentially beast is like hey 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 i know we all pretended like maybe lessons were learned but i didn't really but no learn. i don't learn any lessons yeah he was going to use the plant tech here which he has um had like Sage and himself have taken over yep. in order to infect the, some of the diplomats there so that they can get additional intel and maybe even make some new allies. Yeah, gross. Thanks a lot, Beast. And Emma's like... Emma's the one that figures it out. Emma figures it out and she's like, oh my God. But that's why she goes diamond form because she like she knows Sage is in like the mode of like listening and like paying attention to everything. Yeah. She doesn't want her thoughts to be read by anyone. Right. You... And she's piecing it together. I see. And that's why she that that's how she's able to sneak up on Sage. Right. Because she's a diamond. That's she's cool. like, she's like, I can't, I'm not gonna use my my psychic powers on her. It's not gonna get me my information fast enough. I'll no. just physically intimidate her. Right. Which is 
Fair. Which, but that's why she goes, like, Diamond Fair. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. Thank you. Uh, we get a fun Wolverine versus Deadpool fight. Yeah, because Deadpool, look, if you were reading Kelly Thompson's Deadpool, there is, like, a moment where he tries to get on Krakoa. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's like, a two- mutant. Like, no, you're not. Yeah. It's like, people don't know that. Who cares? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> but they have a fun fight. Uh Emma inter, in, uh, intimidates Sage. Domino gets involved, uh, helps Wolverine out, uh, burns Deadpool. Yeah, knowing that he's fine. Knowing that he's going to be fine. And uh, yeah. Basically, she uh, Emma intimidates Sage because she wants her to explain what they're doing. Yes. Um, and when it's revealed what they're doing, she tells her to stop it, but yep. it's too late. Yep. Someone has already hacked the plant tech. Yes. And turned one of the people, one In- of the dignitaries into a plant monster. Yes. So this might be the problem. This might be the issue that takes place. I don't think so. I think this is a quiet problem. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> this is not a very quiet problem. No, but that's, that's the big. Uh, that's the big thing. It's like literally not a quiet problem even remotely. Yeah. So that was that was X Force. Yeah. Kind of an kind of kind of a whatever issue, but still X Force. I, I yeah. It's it's. I think we needed it to explain some of the things that are going yeah. on because, like I said, like it has that like. It has that play vibe to it where it's like things are happening over here. Now let's go over here and look at what's happening here. And like how will all it's like clue, but not remotely. No, it's true. (laughs) Yeah. I I also agree. I had X Corp thoughts as well. Mm, Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Did you read uh, Hellions? Of course I did. I'll talk about Hellions. Uh, Hellions. I probably a lot of folks favorite book because it just kind of sticks with the characters, you know, from Hellions. If you've been reading Hellions, they just, there's a party involved and like, only some of the Hellions are invited. If you looked at that preview thing where you saw like folks uh, costumes, you saw that Sinister had one, Havoc had one and Psylocke had one. Yes. Um, and so like they were obviously going, but no one else is. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, why would you ever invite Wild Child, Empath, Grey Crow, Nanny or Orphan Maker? Like you just wouldn't. You just wouldn't and they didn't. You just wouldn't, especially not Empath. No. You can't have Empath there. No. You can't. And like you Wild Child, Nanny, uh, and Orphan Maker. Nope. Maybe Grey Crow, but I feel like why would he even care about Grey? Uh, exactly. <laughs> Except when he sees Psylocke, because clearly there's like something going on there. Like mm-hmm. she's in like this stunning, super low cut dress, and yeah. he's like, "Yeah, and his, we should all have a drink." Yeah, right his, now. his tongue rolls out of his head. He turns into a wolf. He hits himself over the head with a mallet. It's <laughs> it's quite it's quite uh, embarrassing. But inevitably, he drinks enough that he gets enough courage. He's like, because he's supposed to be in charge of like the remainders. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "We're going." Yes. He's like, I have to see her. Yeah. He doesn't say that. No, that's, but we all know. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And and so they go. Like, and Havoc is been has been like harassing Charles yeah. about why Madeline can't be resurrected. Exactly. And then, by the way, I believe that we like saw one of the Inferno previews that like she's involved. Oh yeah. Well but, she like, was the she was integral in the last Inferno. Well, but I'm also thinking that like Havoc and Mystique have that thing in common. Yeah. They have people they want to be resurrected that aren't being resurrected. Aren't being resurrected mm-hmm. Right. Um, so you got that going on. But like as Xavier is talking to Havoc, Xavier's like, oh, it looks like the rest of your your team's here. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, they shouldn't be. Oh, no. Yeah. It's the worst thing ever. Because yeah. like, honestly, these- it's the drunk uncle at a wedding. <laughs> it's exactly what it is with like a toddler. Yeah. Um. So they immediately all just kind of fan out a little bit i i gotta give it to nanny though yeah she like she goes at this in all the right ways up until she gets hammered mm. because um ain't you it see, always the way you see sinister chatting up 
um, Black Panther and Thor and like talking about how awesome he is. And he's a geneticist and blah, blah, blah. And they're sure. just kind of chatting. Yeah, about they're it. like being nice. And then Nanny comes in and like mentions that like he's a child murderer and all this stuff. And the two of them just bail. Yeah. And she's like, hey, <laughs> this is going to be me for the rest of the evening. Right. Anyone you talk to. I'm going to ruin it. I'm going to be here. Yeah. I'm like, I love that yeah. so much because Sinister. Yeah, he sucks. A, he's such a dick. He's such a dick. That's right. Um, We see um, Betsy and Quanon run into one another. Mm-hmm. Betsy, of course, to me, looks like a Lady Gaga, like, yeah. you know, um, just dance costume. <laughs> Sure. Um, so, oh, that's right. Uh, Kid Omega realizes the team is here and has to leave. Mm-hmm. Salak, you know, threatens him with letting, um, was it Esme? No, what his, or is it Esme? Which which of the coo- Phoebe? Like, which cuckoo is it? <laughs> God damn it. They all look the same. Yes. Um, to threaten Phoebe, uh, or threatens him with telling Phoebe what uh, he thinks of her dress. Right. They're not dressed great. Mm. But they were supposed to have a second change, but that none of them want to do it. That's mm. what they were discussing earlier. Okay. Um, we see that too, though, that like the cuckoos are like running like active like sweeps on certain things, and like they're picking up gossip. Yeah. So like when Wild Child runs into Aurora, yes, who is part of the um, is she part of the New Mutants team? No, she's part of X Factor. Yeah. Um, and like they used to be a thing. Yes. And he's like. Hey, she gets really upset because it wasn't a good time for her. Nope. And she flees. They immediately are like, oh, dude, you see that? Like in their minds. And yeah. I'm like, this is the worst high school ever. Right. This experience right here. Nope. Yeah. Uh, Havoc tries Magneto next. Uh-huh. Polaris ends up chatting with him about that and how it's like, listen, it's just, it's a thing. Because they, they keep saying the reason that Madeline can't come back is because she's a clone. Right. But they brought X-23 back. Yeah. But X-23 had to go on like, a special mission. yeah we needed her for something like we basically like made her live through like like a century of life yes um i think she gets a pass regardless mm-hmm. of like the fact that they just don't want to bring madeline Pryor back yep i think for reasons naturally um inevitably like everything kind of breaks down as like nanny becomes drunk orphan maker uh, wants to have alcohol but isn't allowed to so empath makes him think that he's drunk by like using his like powers and so he's running around yelling about how much he loves bananas and other such things um wild child talks to gray crow about like aurora yes. being like he's like no he's got to go for it man. right and like silox like that was really nice like yeah it was like legit it was like he actually cared he thought like you know this that was, was a good, good idea yeah and when wild child goes over there like she like Aurora hears the voice of an unseen character and it's Doc and, and they're, those two are together. Yeah. And that's, so that sets him off. That sets off everything. Um, Empath runs into two characters that he once used to then kick his ass. Yep. So inevitably, like, Magic is asked to use her sword and get rid of everyone. Yes. Uh, except for, I think, Havoc stays behind. Mm. Um, but what's important is, like, then there's fireworks, which yes. they don't get to see, but no. Silent uses their powers because it's all, like, not real fireworks. Yes, yes. It's like psychic fireworks, so they get sure. to see it and how nice. And you're like, that's nice. <laughs> and then, and then we see the reveal that Sinister's there. And you're like, but Sinister's at the party. What? what Sinister is this? Well, this is the Sinister that went on the Ten of Swords adventure, mm-hmm. ended up in Amenth, made it all the way through the world, got to Amenth, and then got sliced up. Yes. He's back. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. How'd he get put back together? Yeah. And how messed up is he? 
So I'm like, that's dope. And that's setting up something else. I'm sure the Hellions are going to have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, no doubt. And it is to say, we knew that the Hellions, like there was an issue involved with this and like they weren't invited to the party. So I knew something like this was going to go down. You can't have those characters there. No. They're just disasters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One would argue why they're a team at all. Uh, because they're fun. Exactly. No, I know. Because they're fun. Yeah. Those... Because they need something for these characters to do. Right. Because they're here. Yeah, that's true. You can't get rid of them. You can't get rid of them. You can't get rid of anybody now. No, you put them in the hole. That, that <laughs> was that's what they were. This was the option. Oh. You had, like most of them were going to be the exile, but yeah. they decided to do this instead. Nice. Uh, I'll name the channel later. It says, why is the rest of the non-mutant world tolerating the mutant storm stole from Wakanda? They tried kidnapping Franklin. They attacked Reed. Seems like they're making more enemies than not. Uh, you know, when you have power, you can swing it around a little more, uh, than most and mutants are feeling their oats. So I get it. You have to not forget as well. The other side to this though, where people would like to go to Krakow who are mutants and aren't allowed. Yes. And so there's a lot more of that going on than what the mutants are doing. Right. Because like there, you, we've seen it in like Marauders time and time again, where it's like mutants who just want to go and their countries won't let them leave. Exactly. Uh, Marley Talbot, hey, have you finished? Have you have I read any of those Firefly comics? I uh, love the show. Yes, I've read some of the Firefly books that are from Boom Studios. They're fine, if not not great. I think that Firefly only has like one season and a half of story. Honestly, at this point, I I I, I never liked any of the Dark Horse books. Mm-hmm. I don't like any of the books from Boom. Mm-hmm. So I I you know. There yeah. you have it. Yeah. Uh, Young Goku over 9,000. Inferno's a four issue miniseries. Feels like a middle than an end. Or we we're getting the X-Men team finally can't be an end. Plus Franklin. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I'll, I'll um, See extrapolate more on my feeling of like it coming to an end. It, You know how in any plot yep. you like climb to yes. the top there and then you end up going on. I feel like we're. Ten of Swords was kind of that, like, the good times. Yes. You know what I mean? And now it feels like we're starting down that other side of, like, it's going to be nothing but problems right, from here right. on out. Yeah. Um, And so, like, that to me is, is what's sad. Is yeah. that, like, you know, we're going to start seeing possibly more fracturing of, yeah. of teams, of characters, of, of Krakoa itself. And so, like, it's just more that, that I'm like, I was kind of enjoying, I knew peace can't last forever no. in, in, in a, in a comic book and yeah. in a, the world that they've created, mm-hmm. but it was fun. Well, it lasted. That's true. So, uh, John Chung, love the new episode of back issues. Got 10 of swords on sale through the link. Thanks for Tiffany. Oh, no I problem. Agree. There's one below that. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, Kali Frederick says, who do you think the character was shot, uh, more, who do you think? Who do you guys think character was shot more before and still with the former Cyclops or Beast? As a big Scott fan, it was rough for a long time. A character assassination. I guess Beast. I mean, Cyclops had a hard time, but Beast never really got like a redemption. No one ever said hashtag Beast was right, so I'm thinking <laughs> it's Beast. Uh, yeah, um, that's fair. I mean, I think though that when you had with Beast now, it's like. If you haven't really been following X-Men, you still have a really positive vibe from like anything you might have seen from him from the past, especially in terms of like the way he was portrayed in cartoons and other things. Right. Like your um, mind's eye of Beast but, is very different from the comic book. Right, beast. right, right. Or it could be. Um, but with like Cyclops, he's always been uptight. Yeah. And so like there's a really like there's a stigma around. Exactly. Him. Um, yeah. but yeah. No, I, I, I agree, though, in terms of comics, it probably is Beast. Totally, totally. Um, the new Ethan says, hey, Tiffany and Sal, hope you're both <laughs> doing well. Wondered what your thoughts on Immortal Hulk were. I just started and loving it so far. Also wanted to know if you guys uh, could 
if I thought I could just read X-Men, I've been collecting month to month. Not sure if I should try to read all the titles. Uh, Immortal Hulk is cool. I'm happy to see that Al Ewing got to tell his magnum opus in one shot. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, I don't think you can read X-Men all by itself, but I feel like <laughs> if you had to, if you read like Hawks and Pox and then just read the X-Men title, there's it's pretty much a direct line. Yeah, it doesn't really... You could you could do Hawks and Pox just to understand the context for the world. Then you could pick up X-Men. However, once you hit Ten of Swords... Yeah, it's going to be... You just have to grab the, Ten of Swords. the trade of yeah. it in order to read it because that would cross all of the... Um, other titles. All the other titles that were going on. Um, and it, it, it does inform certain things. It, it still remains to be seen how much it informs. Mm -hmm. But like if you're... Yeah, maybe you'd be okay. I think you'll be okay if you just, only just care about the Moira stuff. But even check then... Out, check out X-Men and then decide whether or not you want to read Ten of Swords. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Lawson just finished Tiffany and the Gang's X of Swords. So, uh, so fun. Still working on Marvel Alliance 3. How old is that game? Uh, I don't think it's as old as we think it is. No, it's like maybe two years. But I've already completely forgotten about it. You're right. Well, and because like it was that, very forgettable. It, and then I feel bad because I wanted that to be so good. Yeah, we all did. I found a picture of my team the other day. Oh! I was like, oh, oh. man. Uh, Kelly Frederick also says met later beast. Uh, can't wait. Can't stand what he tried to pull. Yeah, I know. I know it's, 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 it's rough. Yeah. Um, I should also mention, I'm just going to talk really briefly about, oh, before uh, you get into it, I want to ask you what your just general vibes were about hellfire gal so far. I, uh, I, I expected to be more, I mean like Marauders was the, was I think the closest we're going to get to seeing the party. Yeah. Which I feel like that's too bad. Cause it was a lot of, it was a lot of hype. And a lot of yeah. like preview stuff just for the party. Right. Which is, it's funny because it's like going into this, having read all of Ten of Swords and then having reread all of Ten of yes. Swords. Like it feels a little a scattered. Lot, a lot of folk with Ten of Swords got lost early on because they felt like it was, there was so much of it. First of all, when I, I think we all know that there's yeah. like 22 parts, 22. Um, but that also there was a lot of setup, but yes. it was like setup that was warranted and it was like kind of a direct path. This just felt, weirdly launched yeah it just felt like it was like, kind of an afterthought we've been, we've been working towards it if you're reading x factor um obviously we've been dealing with like some of the setup there here yeah. and there with it like marauder same thing but like it just kind of starts i feel like without it being numbered the same way the ten of swords was mm -hmm. it's just it, maybe maybe the feeling i feel is that like it's not quite as cared for it as, is not as ten of swords was like ten of swords almost felt like it was more like a passion project yeah yeah, like Teeny Howard really wanted to tell the story well, more. Teeny and, 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 and Hickman both seem to really, really want to tell that story. I agree. Um, Whereas Hellfire Gal is kind of like just this thing that's happening. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, like, it doesn't have, not everything has to be the biggest, most important thing. And Hellfire Gala shouldn't be because yeah. it's like a party. Who cares? But it does feel, it feels really scattered. See, it feels now, kind of all over the place. I, just because it is a party and like because of how much I enjoyed the dinner party issues from Tennessee. Yeah, Swords, like an event or a moment like that. That sounds really cool. Yeah, because I, I really got a kick out of those. Well, character interactions and stuff. Character. We're not getting nearly enough. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I am not saying I don't like it, but I'm just saying like, I'm having a different feeling from it than I did when we launched the Ten of Swords. Yes. Uh, Bear F says, uh, have you seen the news for the new Hulk and Venom? Yes. Donny Cates and Al Ewing are swapping places and Al Ewing's doing, uh, uh Venom and, uh, Donny Cates is doing Hulk. Uh, looks like, um, the issue for uh, Ryan Otley was not uh, that it was Marvel, but in fact, uh, just what the direction for Spider-Man was going, which doesn't surprise me in the least, because Ryan Otley is joining Donny Cates to do the Hulk series. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, 
hilarious. Huh. Um, speaking of which, uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 67 from Spencer and Ferreira. Uh, this issue was like 17 issues in one, which if you want to get some bang for your buck, you will get. Uh, but me, it reminded me why uh, this book is so divisive and such a problem for me. I can't say I enjoyed it, so I will not. Uh, moving on to the next thing. Uh, I guess we'll talk about Heroes Reborn really quick. Jason Aaron and uh, R.M. Quera. If you ever wanted to read Batman in the Marvel Universe, everybody says that uh, Moon Knight is Batman. Nope, Nighthawk is the Batman in the Marvel Universe, especially mm -hmm. the Nighthawk in Heroes Reborn. Number five, uh, every issue of Heroes Reborn is a an issue in which they highlight a DC character in the Marvel Universe, and then two issues of story, which is all set up. It is a waste of money. Don't waste your money. Unless you wanted to read about Batman in the Marvel Universe and how they didn't want to use Spider-Man, so they crammed Spider-Man elements to the Batman thing, which I don't particularly disagree with because I've always felt that Spider-Man and Batman are like two sides of the same coin. Uh, this issue is kind of fun in like context, but also uh, uh, it would be a complete waste of your money if you were hoping to get a story out of it. <laughs> uh, Batman Catwoman number five came out. It was equally good. If you are not enjoying it, you won't enjoy this. If you did enjoy it, uh, or at the very least, if you're enjoying King's work, it is more the same. Okay. Uh, did we talk about Strange Adventures? Because if not, it's great. That's all they need to say. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's all we got there. Uh, I also, just really quickly, because um, we're kind of coming to the end here, I read uh, The Swamp Thing. The Swamp Thing. Yeah. Yes, with two Swamp and, Things and, now. And Perkins. Yeah. Um, it, it. If you were liking it, you're going to like this. You're going to get a lot more um, the, uh, explanation for mm -hmm. certain things. You're going to watch, um, you know, the Swamp Thing kind of tap into the green a little bit and get some more deets on uh, his situation. Um, however, it falls into the trope for me. And maybe maybe it's just because I'm thinking of that Man Bat book that came out. Yeah. Where it was like we had one issue and then it was like, hey, here comes the Suicide Squad. Uh, Guess what? Hey, hey here comes the Suicide, comes squad. The suicide squad. Cool. Synergy. Um, it's just like I, I'm like. I was really like and I'm not saying it's not going to be good. And, oh, I, yeah. and I'm not saying there isn't a reason for it to happen necessarily, but it does feel like one of those things where it's like, it's something. And the Suicide Squad. Right, if you're and, not buying that, I mean, you know. Yeah, like, you, it's just, it's, hey, it's you, you like that? You like them? I, I guess. Wanna, I was kind of reading a Swamp Thing book right now. You want to hang out with them? No. Okay. Oh, wow, that's the movie Suicide Squad. Yeah, Way to what? go. So, like, I was like, aw. You, you know what? You no one is going to be convinced to go see the Suicide Squad by reading this other Swamp Thing book. No, well, maybe you'll pick up the Swamp Thing book. Maybe like, cram them into the into the Justice League comic. Well, maybe you'll read the next one because I'm sure that's when they'll show up. But this nah. is because it was the last page reveal. That sucks. Like we went on this like dope adventure through the green. Yeah, this was the last. I was like, <sighs> okay, cool, cool. Uh, Russell Simmons, I wish Sabretooth was invited to the party because cats are cool. I think he's in a hole. He's in a hole. He he's can't be invited to anything. He's like, um, they're like always there. That's true. Yeah. He's no, actually, they're not because they're not on the island. No. Uh, <laughs> Mega Drybone just donating. I enjoy the Compop team. Well, we enjoy oh, you. Thank, thank you, you so, man. so much. Uh, and Dan V900. Are you taking the reveal in Strange Avengers 10 at face value? It's great, but I know hardcore Adam Strange fans are hoping it's not true. I couldn't care less. Uh, works for me. Uh, so, yeah, thank you for your question. Uh, let's talk about Shadow Man number three, of course, from Cullen Bunn and John Davis Hunt. Hashtag it. Shadow Man if you want a copy of this uh, gold, this golden first issue. 
Oh, hashtag shadow man. If you live in the continental United States and you're still here at the end of the show. Yeah, the, these are all the things that, that, must, you, happen. that must happen in order for you to these actually These are the it. things that must happen. These are the things. Uh, so yeah, Shadow Man number three. The idea here, of course, this book is on sale. Not this one, but Shadow Man number three is on sale on June 23rd, 2021. Uh, it is the penultimate issue of the first arc of Cullen Bunn's spiritual Shadow Man series. So if, uh, if you're interested, here we go. Let's talk about it. Um, it, it continues from the last issue, which was, it, it, it's all felt kind of like episodic, although there's only three issues so far, uh, where, um, Shadow Man is going to different places in the vicinity of his like kind of wheelhouse and solving these problems and of, 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 uh, monsters, demons, Loas coming in from the dead side. Mm -hmm. He encounters a fun character that like, for me, I, I was like, oh, that's like a neat idea. Mm -hmm. Like it was like a blacktop bill or a character that, you know, is ridiculous, uh, who had a number of like nicknames. Um, also, this this book jumps around a little bit, like in terms of time. It does. Right. And, and that was a little jarring, but like it didn't take much for me to recover. No, because they do like a then. Yeah. Then now. And uh, that's fine. But yeah, he, they encounter this dude who is like. I don't know. He's like a. What do you want to call him? He's like a biker. He's not really a biker. He made me like. It made me think of like a Valiant Universe kind of version of, even though it's not this at all. But like, it immediately we think of the Sand of Killers. Yes. Like it yeah. immediately, and it's probably just a hat. Yeah. This is a hat and a guy. Yeah. Like who comes out of nowhere? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. Even not even remotely the same characters, but that's where no, my brain went. I was no, like, cool. but he, he calls himself a few things because that's his, his his job. He's taken it upon himself to destroy or to stop Loa's. Yeah, which is the uh, the demon that attaches to your soul and blah blah. Mm -hmm. blah. Uh, but yeah, he calls himself. He's I'm, I'm the whirlwind. I'm the big nasty. I'm the reckoning. And I'm like, I'm I guess I'm just so in, I'm just so influenced by the Scott Snyderisms of like comics now. Yeah, I'm like, which one is it? Because obviously, all of those could be your name. And then he, but he, but he, he ends up calling himself the pallbearer. And of course, oh yeah, that's right. Because he has his spiritual coffin, yeah. uh, which he uses to like unleash Loa's to attack Shadow Man. And uh, it's, it's pretty fun. Um, Baron Semity has been this kind of like, is he there? Is he not kind of spiritual? Uh, first of all, he's a villain of Shadow Man, but mm -hmm. also he's been here kind of like as the Greek chorus uh, goading Jack on mm -hmm. and uh, like teasing the issues at hand and the undercurrent thereof mm -hmm. uh, and kind of like guiding the plot forward. Uh, Jack runs into another fun character uh, and that character can also see uh, Baron Semity. Yeah. Uh, this character was actually called over from previous series, which is fun. There's actually a lot of that in this book. I think it's from Punk Mambo. From Punk Mambo. That's right. Yeah. Which Bun uh, also wrote. That's right. That's right. Makes sense. <laughs> Wait, did he? Yeah. Okay. Did he? Did he? He wrote, no, Roku. he wrote Roku. Yeah. Never mind. I'm Never taking mind. it back. But, uh, Let's take it back. Taking it back. Anyway, but uh, they're getting they're to the... Roku. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so ultimately, uh, Jack comes Jack comes to a fun conclusion of how to defeat <clears throat> the uh, the pallbearer, does so, and, uh, you know, and gets teases to the next big problem, um, which have been like each problem has been like a kind of episodic TV mm -hmm. monster of the week. Yep. This issue finally unveils the curtain as far as is this, is this bigger? Right. And I would say 
it's pretty big. It's the biggest. It's the biggest. This is this is their Fortnite event. Yeah, yeah, it is their Fortnite event. <laughs> uh, we're basically. And I mean that in a good way, where it's like it's it's a it's a it's a problem for everybody. Yeah, uh, but what's interesting is apparently there's also like for me I think it's a big retcon because it's saying that like because it's, it's changing something and so like without us spoiling yeah, I don't it spoil for it. you it does seem to make a change yes which, which is if you're a fan of you might want to go find out what it is yeah and uh has f larger implications for the valiant universe yeah which is kind of cool it is um i love that one of them runs through where they are like yeah that's that's yeah, a neat yeah, idea yeah that's cool neat idea uh they're like monstrous ley lines yeah yes so yeah um Overall, if you have been enjoying Shadow Man, you're going to love this issue. If yeah. you uh, are on the fence, I'd say check out the, at least the first two issues because you're going to be... Yeah, you're only two behind right now. That's true. you got a couple of weeks before you be three. Right? Don't want to let that happen. Um, there. If I could ding it on anything, i got okay. a couple of issues. Oh, boy. Here we go. Now, I, I do not want to call out, uh, but I will, the letterer, Clayton Coles, because he does a great job uh -huh. throughout the book. Yes. Everyone's narration bubbles. I love that. Yeah. Uh, but... The context page. Oh, I didn't like that. Okay, so first of all, John Davis Hunt draws a baller-looking Baron Semity. Yeah. Who is, by the way, inspired apparently by like Jimi Hendrix and stuff. It's like, oh, I yeah. I see it, yeah. But the lettering is not great. No, what I think what, what the problem here is, is not just the lettering. There's like... The, there's an effect. It's an effect, but like, there's a font that, that was chosen. It's it's in all caps. It makes it more hard. Like. I mean, yeah. like it is often all caps, but like there's something about the way that that lays out that like, and it's not the same as no, his no. normal thing. Like when no, when Baron somebody's talking in the comic, it's not the same font. Yeah, no, no. But I would say that the biggest issue for me is is actually the word balloon to word layout. Mm -hmm, yeah, like it's a little tight someplace. It is a little tight, and, it, and like it doesn't seem to match. No, it's almost like it was filled. It was drawn first. Yes, and then they had to fill and it they in just later. Filled it in later on, and like maybe something was changed. That's. That yeah, that like irks me, but I was like, I gotta read this. Yeah, but well, my I only rem reminded my only issue, my my main reason for calling it out is because it's the first issue, it's the first page. It is the first so you page. open it up, and you're like, oh, because it, it looks like a self published comic. No, I would say the like the the logo is too good for that. Well, that's true. That logo well, and the too art good for that. But like, you have this weird like Photoshop graphic effect, and I, his, I don't like that, I and I don't that like really. the font choice in this bubble thing, and I mean, I'm like, what the hell? Because the rest of the issue is like is is a triple a tier comic book yeah but this is not not that, that yeah that that irked me as well i, I just i was just like I, I was a little i was a little confused i was just like because this book has been a tradition of excellence for yeah. the last th two issues but like everything else is like after and everything else is, is just great but like it's funny because like this page the context page like you're mentioning like a lot of folks skip it anyway right so they may never even see yeah, but, it so but not... the problem is the john davis heart art you know you see it, you're like ooh, yeah, and right. then you read and you're like what the fuck yeah but everything else is still the the, the and the other issue uh-oh. Is the repetition of panels. There's a use, the reuse of panels, I think. Or maybe I read it wrong. Yeah. Where uh somebody has a reaction uh -huh. and it's that page, and then it's the it's the exact same panel, but Jack moves his hand. And normally I see that in like a Bendis comic or something, but it's in two different pages. Yeah, it's not connected. And I was like, oh, you just redid the same, you just reused the same panel. And it's like, damn it. Yeah. And I, I don't know why. Because it's not, because it doesn't, because I've seen the action portrayed in the panel to mean the things they're saying here. Yeah. It doesn't carry if they're saying two different things with the same image. That's fair. <sighs> that said, I, doesn't matter, like, 
what I dig about this book and its art is that like you like you've got these like normal like sort of like character yes. moments here. But like, there's a skeleton man, the skeleton and man, a guy, shadow man, a shadow man, and like a dude, and they're, yes. just, they're just talking, and they're like, they're yeah. you know solving whatever, and yeah. they're like questioning this, that, and the other thing. And then you have these panels where it's like, I don't care how many times I see the image of it, a an eyeball with a fly on it, I hate it every time. Every time, every time, it just it makes me uncomfortable, and I don't like it. Yeah, um, and Hunt knows how to make it. And it even does. More uncomfortable. It is, it, it's like it like gives me like ring vibes where I'm like, you just pull the, the fly out. It's, it's yeah. like, nope, I, I don't like it. No, it's but horrible. Like, I mean, in I, the best way. I love it like punctuating this page. Yes, yes. Because this page is seemingly so So innocuous. Yes. And then and it's then like reminds you eyeball fly. Pulls you right back in, which is great because like that's what this book should be. Yes. This book is and I will say too, like in terms of it jumping around, I think it does a good job in punctuating the action of totally. the current scene because the current scene kind of is a, a fight. Yeah. And like we're kind of figuring how we got to this yes. without like doing a let's go back, let's right. go back. It's, it's not quite that. It's more like it's a breather, then get some more action. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then we just kind of finish it out. Right. Um, and I love. No, we do do another then. We do do another then. But, but that, that then is great. That, great, that then is great. And it's uh, some crazy art. And again, yeah. like. It, also. It's hard. I know. John Davis Hunt draws a really good skull. There's a a like profile image of Baron Simidi or Simidi um, yelling. Yes. And it's great. I'm like, this looks so good. Looks it's, like a skeleton. It's hard to draw skeletons. He's drawing it yelling. And I just really liked that image a yeah. lot. Like, like a lot. Like, I was like, damn. Yeah. Hey, Hunt, draw a Ghost Rider sometime. That's great. Because it's, that's like the only prerequisite you have for you drawing ghost draw, rider you, is, draw, you need to be able to draw a skull and it's harder than you think it is hard it's yeah harder than you think but, but it's flawless i'd say issue. like it it is a fun book with like some really solid stakes like yes. that's what's interesting about it is that like it's a a book that like seems like it's like oh we're just doing a supernatural adventure but like by the end of this issue guys it's like clearly going to affect something larger yes um but it still manages to like have fun and you know, it's taking itself seriously, but the characters, you know, get to be like fun, quippy occasionally, and it and it works. They're not yes. like over the top quippy. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, that's the thing is it. It's not being that. It's, it's not, not a quip factory. It's not trying to. I, I've seen. I can imagine. It doesn't try to be something else. Yeah. You know, it's not like I gotta write a Shadow Man book. I guess I'll just take whatever pitch I had for something else and then cram it into this, yeah. or make fun of it because nobody knows what it is or right, something. It's, right. It's a it's 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 a it's a solid comic book. Mm -hmm. It's got an interesting implication of the larger world, and I I think it will have farther reaching implications than just Shadow Man, which is like that's that's what Valiant's supposed to be. Yeah, Valiant's supposed to be a larger universe. Yeah. Like, will this affect like Bloodshot? Probably. Maybe. How? I'm excited to find out. I, Do mean, something like, with it. Honestly, I'd be kind of interested to see him interact with. Oh yeah, the supernatural. I would love to see Bloodshot go to the dead side and be like, "Why?" Strikes me as a less patient Batman. Y yeah, because Batman. We were we were just talking about Batman and Supernatural and how like little Batman has patience for that. For the magic, even yeah. though he tends to get embroiled in those adventures, and he has many a friend who is supernaturally inclined, magically <laughs> inclined. Yeah, but he's just always like. Yeah, why can't it just be a crocodile? Oh, man, I punch in the face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I recommend the issue. I think it's worth. Uh, I think it's worth checking out. And of course, yeah. like it is the penultimate issue of the arc. And mm -hmm. uh, it, this is not one of those things where you're like, oh, um, I, I don't want to get excited about it because it's probably not going to last. You know, it's only four issues. Mm -hmm. I think I can say there will be more. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Raj Patel says, "Late to the party." 
Uh, so I wanted to say I feel bad for Wild Child losing out to Doc and <laughs> hashtag comp pop returns. Thanks, man. See, I, but like the Doc and relationship, I think is kind of cute. So I, I, I'm okay with it. I think Wild Child like needs to like, just don't forget he came back from dying in Ahmed. So he's a little he's a little different. He's a little different right now. And so like I, I think he needs to deal with that first before he gets into like trying to fix any old relationships. Yeah, um, I agree. I think he needs to like get used to like, himself. Yeah. Now. Uh, Lucha Dandy just sending some love. Thank you well, very much, thank Lucha you very Dandy. Much. We appreciate it. Dex Baker helping us out. Thank you very much, Dex. Man, that's awesome. Uh, and Hang on. I know we're going to like. Yes. Way, oh, that's right. I forgot about this hashtag book. Hashtag Shadow Man. Um, but also, thank you. While, while you guys are putting in your last. Uh, hashtag Shadow Man's. Yeah. I wanted to talk really briefly about this because did you read it? Yeah. Okay, cool. I was like, I don't want to ruin it for you. I read it last night. Um, this is The Nice House on the Lake. Yes. In the noble tradition of semi-independent comic books with a name that is a sentence or something listen they can name a movie a streetcar named desire yes that's true fair <laughs> enough um it's written by james stein the fourth by uh an art by uh, alvaro martinez bueno no it art, is muy bien the, the art looks dope in this yeah. credits page is dope in this yep this book's dope and i like this it. book belongs someplace other than black label this book um, this book should be an image book that all but belongs to james tyne the fourth this book should be a boom book we're, yeah we're not gonna go well, he already has a boom book i know but it like he, he has a relationship with them like why yeah. is this a black this is not a black label comic i'm not we're this not nothing putting, like black label we're not gonna spoil this we're not i don't want spoilers in the chat for those who haven't had a chance to pick this up if they had any sort of interest because this book goes from like we're setting up this thing to like delivery of said thing and delivery of said thing was not the thing I thought it was going to be necessarily. Yes. And like the, some of the, the like aha moment, uh-huh. like the social media aspect yes. of it was like, I read too, every single thing. Me it too. Was too real. Yep. Too real. Too well done. Yep. Just, just, I was so into this story, like from the get go. Cause yeah. I, and I, cause it, it doesn't start where you think it's going to start. No. And like, so even though you kind of have an idea of like, Oh, okay. I thought this was going to be a very different book. Yes. I, I had it. no idea what this book was going to be. I loved it. Yeah. I, the I, nice house on the, the nice lake. house on the lake. That's literally what the title of it is. Yep. Uh, written by James Stein the fourth uh, art again by Alvaro Martinez Bueno. It's a DC black label book. Um, you were going to say something about this. I say that this could have been a Hill house book. I, I think it basically is a Hill. House I think book. that they either have stopped producing Hill house books or James Stein the fourth was like, I'm not having a Hill house book. I'm James Stein the fourth. Yeah. It's more like a tiny like house book. Yeah. Yeah. The nice tiny house on the lake book. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you guys are looking for an independent like book, but tend to focus more on your DCs and your Marvels, this might be something for you. You're not going to get any superheroes in here. Nope. Although you do. You get at least get two one, references. Yeah. You get a couple of references here and there uh, because they can because they're owned by DC. Yes. Um, no, there's one that isn't. Oh, I didn't catch There's a Marvel one. reference. Oh, is there really? Yes. Uh -huh. I only caught the other one then. Um, but it's not, you know, how I, I, how Tynan's writing something's killing a children, which is a little more like horror, like monster movie kind of yeah. thing. That's not really what you're going to get with this, which is kind of what I thought we were getting. I thought we were getting another, oh, another like, something's like, killing a children. Kind of, yeah. I don't want, again, I'm trying not to ruin anything for you because it's like, it is horror. Though. It is horror. It is in its own way. Uh, it, it's, it's like thriller. It is. It is. It's just like. It's, yeah 
I, I don't even great. know what to say without no, possibly spoiling something because it's just well done, well written. By the way, you if listen, listen, if you're like tired of like the Hickman infographic symbols and stuff like that, you're getting symbols in this. Okay. But they're not but they're not they're not like an arbitrary. Out, they're not arbitrary. They they'll explain it in the book and you are gonna get like little like things like details about characters in there, but they are tied into the actual pages and not a standalone page. Yes. Uh yeah, it's just it's just a solid solid first yeah. issue for this book. I have no idea how long it is. I don't no. think I want to know either. No, me either. But I do. I I do want to know that it has an ending. I do want to know it has an ending, but I don't think I want to know that like that it's like twelve like issues or whatever because like this first issue had me guessing. Yeah, I'm telling you that reveal like last night. I, it was a page turner. It was. It is page, page turner. Yeah, turner I was late coming here to read it. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I think the fact that it is a black label book actually is hopefully good because it indicates that it does have a conclusion. Yeah. Like it will, it will be a mini, but there's nothing, there's no other data. No. I mean, I don't want to find anymore. Like no. I just want to read this. Yeah. So it's so good stuff. It is. It's great stuff. And good integration. Like this is, you know, some folk want things I, I like me to be back to way they, the way they were. Some people hate like the integration of technology, cell phones, you know, social media into, you know, like what is new media yeah. and new stories in yeah. that media, but this seamlessly integrates like email, social media, and the current culture into something new and something familiarly excellent. Yeah, no, they do. And like, there are like this will, I'm sure well, depending on how things go in terms of our future as like, like a, like a people in general. Mm. Um, but like, there's a moment in here where like somebody uses a temperature scanner. Yeah. And I was like, that kind of dates it yes. a little bit, but I, I think it's supposed to, yeah, it's supposed to make you think like it's happening because now. in theory, well, it should be because it's supposed to happen in June. Yeah. We haven't even hit the date that this, like the story would have taken place. And I, you got to read it. You got to read it, guys. You just yeah. got to read it, okay? You got to go check it out. Um, I heard it did really... It did gangbusters. Yes. So to speak. In pre-orders. In pre-orders. Um, we got ours and our local comic book store because Sal was the first one because he knew I wanted it <laughs> to put this on our pull list. Um, yes, we I got, can thank Josh uh, Williamson for talking it up so much. Like, yeah. privately, we were talking about it. And he's like, because let me tell you something, man. Pre-orders for this book are freaking sick. Like, I've never seen anything like it. And I was like, you don't say yeah, but we ended <laughs> so up, I called my comic shop, and I'm we like, ended up "Yo, being the first to put on our poll list." And so, like, they gave us a poster. Yeah, they gave us the poster. They gave us the poster, yeah. which I'm like excited to hang out. Yeah, because... I framed it, so it should be. It's either going to go in your office or in your office at home. Is it here? No, it's at the studio, or it's at it's in your office. <gasps> ah. So the nice house on the lake. The Pick nice it up. If you can find it. Lake. Yeah, I'm sure. If you can't find it, that I've dropped my bag of board on the floor. Um, I'm sure they're going to put it back to second print. Oh, no doubt. Uh, Dan V900 says, I recommend to people to start with the Valiant Era miniseries by Lemire, Kint, and Paula, Paula Rivera, which is great. The Valiant. It works so well as an introduction to the Valiant universe. I'll give Shadow Man a shot. Great. You should. Yeah, and the Valiant is its literally, it was, it was made to be an introduction to the Valiant universe. Uh, and I think you'll, you'll be surprised by where this is going. Uh, but yeah. So let's get into recommendations for books that are coming out this week. We think you should pick up. Tiffany, take it away. That was for me. I, I started reading. I was reading the chat and watching the show. Oh, no. I was just. I like was hundreds just, of people right just now. Just hanging and out. And then we'll pick the winner. Uh, Die number 17 comes out. Just throwing that out there. While we're talking about some indie books, let's mention the fact that Baby Teeth number eight. If you're a Donny Cates fan who was enjoying his Baby Teeth book, it came back. 
we're on issue 18. You can go check that out as mm-hmm. well. I want to give a shout out to uh, DC Pride number one coming out. Uh, it's one of those like longer books. It's an 80 page comic. Yeah. It costs you about 10 bucks. Um, so it's one of those where it's like a bunch of creators, bunch of like artist writers, pinup gallery, that kind of thing. You can find that out or you can go pick that up um, on tuesday yep or wednesday tuesday wednesday yeah yeah dc's like oh dc tuesday most comic shops i know don't put the books out yeah until wednesday yeah so it's going to be nine stories uh you'll see the characters like harley quinn and poison ivy midnighter batwoman uh, alan scott so on and so forth so you can go check that out Mm -hmm. as well a strange academy number 11 is coming out um the book that everyone only recently kind of has started finding really um i've just noticed more people being like hey have you heard of this have you seen this i've like yeah and it's like yep it's on issue 11 now yeah. um but it, it's pretty it's a pretty fast catch up if you wanted to catch up and dive into this um i like this book a lot it's a lot of fun um it's lighthearted, but like it does have like it, it's lighthearted, but it has a lot of heart. Yes, it's just lots of hearts. Give us <laughs> the hearts. It's like giving a thumbs up. Um, right. written, this is written by Scotty Young with art by Humberto Ramos. Uh, of course, let's talk about some X Men books. If you're looking to read some more about the Hellfire Gala, then you won't be picking up Children of the Atom um because it's not officially tied in based on the cover however it will be talking about the hellfire gala oh okay in terms of the fact that technically they weren't invited well no the gates are technically open to people who aren't oh this could be their way to crash the party yeah 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 exactly but i don't see on this cover the official like seal gala stamp um so up to you if you want to grab that but with the ones that do have it on there excalibur number 21 written by teeny howard uh are by marcus uh, yeah, with art by Marcus Toe. And then X-Men 21 will be coming out, which is like kind of crazy. Yeah. But that tends to happen when we have events going on. Like mm-hmm. the main X title tends to come out a little more frequently. Yeah. Um, but, but this is the debut of the new X-Men team. You voted. Yeah. And it's you the final issue fan. of the Hellfire Gala. Yeah. Or the final issue of X-Men? I think it's the final issue of this X-Men because That's the right. new X-Men is starting. That's right. That's so right. it's a Hellfire Gala talent tie-in and it's also the final issue of Hickman's X-Men. Oh, wow. I believe. Cool. That's what they're saying right now. Yeah. We'll see. That's <laughs> that's what's being indicated to us. Yes. Uh, Justice League Last Ride from Chip Zdarsky and Miguel Mendoza is coming out. My brain uh, was like, Justice League Ride or Die. Ride or Die. That's what they should have called it. Uh, <laughs> but it's fun. It's, a, you know, it's it's an Elseworlds book, but check it out anyway. It's, it's Zdarsky, so it'll be quality. Speaking of Zdarsky, Batman Ur- Urban Legends number four is coming out. If you like Red Hood, you like Batman, you're going to get more of it. It's great. Also, Grifter. How could you go wrong? Uh, Detective Comics 1037, one of the best Batman books out right now, is uh, out next week. It's... Uh, Got uh, looks like John Ridley and Mark R- Mariko Tamaki working together. Is there is there Grifter? Hey, there's our Grifter. <laughs> hey, Grifter, man, we picked up your mask like ten years ago. Yep, that's that's how often they keep bringing Grifter around. Now, who knew how relevant you'd be today? That's right. Yeah, thanks, Grift. <laughs> uh, Amazing Spider-Man number sixty-eight is coming out. Don't buy it. Uh, Batman the Detective number three is coming out. So if you liked. This series, it's three of six, 50% done. Mm-hmm. Tom Taylor, Andy Kubert, great stuff. Andy Kubert was at uh, the Joe Kubert School a couple weeks ago doing like autographs of these. Uh, I missed it. Not upset about that at all. Spider-Man Spider Shadow number three has uh, also uh, is also coming out. I feel like this is kind of soon, but I'm excited because yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's a really fun 
what if series there's five issues of this what if series and there will be more what if comics one of which will be also by zadarsky so definitely check this out if you want to see what if come back especially this new iteration of what if uh, from zadarsky and pascal ferry mm -hmm. um, that's it those are all the books let's jump into some super chats and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap up uh, with a with a it. with a winner um and that was oh by the way to explain because people are like, wait, Hickman's leaving. He's leaving the X-Men title. Yes. So, like, you're going to see a new X-Men number one come out but by Jerry a... Duggan and Pepe Larraz. But there's a new title because it's the Inferno title be coming out from Hickman. Yeah. Um. But so, like, the main X-Men title, new number one, new yeah. writer. And I think Hickman has a secret X-Men book that he's doing that's coming out. No, I think that was Inferno. No, this. Oh, is that is that what Inferno was? The classified one? Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. Or redacted. Ah, okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, Dio Dioclesiano says, Hey guys, I always miss the live shows, but today I finally have a chance to jump in and say thanks for all you do. Keep up the great work. Thank you, man. We really yeah. appreciate it. Sorry for butchering your name, but I do appreciate it. Yeah, um, thank you. I also want to mention uh, Last Ronin number four, I think, came out last week, and it was fun and great. If you like, if you want Dark Knight Returns for Ninja Turtles, read it. It's solid. You pointed at me as I was fixing my hair, and I thought you were going to be like, I also want to mention that her hair is really frizzy today. Yeah, that's so humid. so humid, and it's like you can't have the air conditioner on in here and have a show going on like, at the same time. This is accurate. I can't deny that this is true at yeah. all. Uh, and of course, Ken Byrne also mentions. Uh, Happy belated. Hope you have a great week. Hope you had a great week. I did. Thank you. Can I do this some more? Yeah, why not? Uh, oops. Oh. <laughs> That's why I do it. Okay. <laughs> so let's announce the winner. Uh, the winner of the Shadow Man number one gold variant, which is somewhere. I put it here. Oh, great. I had it, and then you didn't take it back, so I was like, uh-oh. Now, while we're, we're, we're going to do this thing, and it's such an awkward experience for all of us, but here's the deal. We're going to announce it. What you have to do, if you're in the chat, uh, is say is is say something, you know, like jump in the chat and be like, that was me. And that is Carrie Kwan. So Carrie Kwan. You have to add them. Yeah, but it doesn't work like that in oh. here. Carrie Kwan. At, at uh, moderator at them. Yeah. So you can win this uh this this beautiful I've rare. Become, I've become Hey Carrie Man. Kwan, that's me. Wow. Wow. We did it. Record timing. And I threw that bag and board on the floor too. I'm just not having some, some yeah. good time. Yeah. Here, Tivity. I can do it. Yeah. That was me. Yeah. It was. So here's the deal, Carrie. Uh let us uh email me, sal at comicpop.net, and we'll work out the details. You'll send me your address and I will send you this uh well, well probably not this one, but one just like it uh, that has a gold uh, one I coloration around. to it. Uh, thank you all for participating in the hashtag Shadow Man giveaway. Thank you all for enjoying our episode. If you did, if you didn't, then fuck off. But uh, we really appreciate you all so much for yes. coming here. I wanted to mention uh, that we have over 10,000 subscribers on Comic Pop Returns. And part of the reason why that's so remarkable is because we don't yet have 100,000 subscribers on Comic Pop Prime. Yeah which means that more than 10% of our audience has yeah. made the transition maybe. because I don't believe that we got new subs from nowhere who maybe were like, come on returns. What's this? I've never seen it before. If you did, thank you. Hi, welcome. Welcome. You're awesome. Yeah, you are. Holy crap. Uh, and hopefully Unicorn, it's working. You. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but we want to say like, yo, almost ten, like 10 around or above 10%, which is nearly impossible to it's achieve. Dope. Like, the 10% the of your audience will do anything, much less watch your shows, subscribe to another channel. It's, it, it's insane. 
So we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts yeah, for being just, here. It just means a lot, and it has like it's been something that has like floored us. So yeah. thank yeah, you. The support has been incredible. Uh, I promise more for both Comic Pop Prime and Comic Pop Returns. Um, look, at, look at that. I heard the new channel. I heard new channel and then subscribe to both. Nice. See? See, there you go. Thank you, man. Thanks, the AMC. <laughs> Hopefully you won some money. Uh, <laughs> there was a big stock thing with amc uh but yeah no so uh that's it we want to thank you so much for hanging out with yeah. us and uh i gotta say tying into the shadow man thing don't forget that shadow man number three will be coming out, out in two weeks june june 23rd june 23rd so if you want to get in now you can still grab the first two issues catch up and then be ready to go in like two weeks yeah so it's it's yeah one more comic book day another one and then it'll be out yes that's right so in three more co new comic book days three new comic book days you it'll will get be there you will get your shadow so, man number three yeah and hopefully pick up numbers one through two and then the fourth one and then uh you know and then the sky's the limit sky's the limit that's then true you got, then you got all the backlog of valiant you go back through after that you can check out some other shadow man stuff as this well is as true Hera, yeah yeah and of course too. valiant has a really good like uh what's it called um they, they have a strong trade game so if you were interested in any of that, you can go back and grab more. But of course, uh, we, we thank you so much. Uh, we're working on a schedule, I think, for like releases. But uh, right now on this channel, Compop Returns, you get off the rack on Mondays. Yes. You get live Elseworlds exchanges on Fridays. That's right. And, and that's what we know. And that's all we have right now. We're uh, figuring it out. Yes. I, I do have one episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, and that's cut and uploaded. It's on this channel, and that's probably where it's going to live. Where yeah, the show's gonna be. You're trying to make that decision. Yes, uh, but big, I'm gonna try it here and see what happens. Um, so you know, but we'll figure out what day that is. Probably Wednesday, but that's when Back Issues comes out. I don't want to compete with myself. So well, let us know what day you prefer your new videos. We got Tuesdays. Day. That's a great suggestion. Just make a new day. Just a new day. Well, the problem with that is that I think people would have a harder time finding us if they had to pick a day no, that no, didn't no. exist. Everyone's on Blair's day. We're all about Blair's Day. Blair's Day. Speaking Blair's. of days, you can also check out Tiffany on twitch.tv slash comic pop and watch her play video games on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. That's right. That's there, right. There was literally a moment yesterday because of what we were watching. I was like, I'm going to play the first Silent Hill. And then I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, it's, that's going to be really hard to make that function. Mm. <laughs> But uh, who knows? Maybe uh, if you know if, if we blow up on Twitch.tv slash Comic Pop, we'll have Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Blurg's Day. Blurg's Day! Why not? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so anyway, we want to thank you so much for hanging oh, out with us. Good Man Ugly is not out yet. It's currently secretively uploaded into the back end where you can't see it. Yeah, it's only the patrons can see it. Actually. Yeah, you can't see it right now. We're just saying that like we had really had a big decision about where GBU was going to live. And so for right now, it has been uploaded to this channel, just not released yet. Yeah. So It'll be there in a bit. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but there's so much more, and I'm very excited. Right now, it looks like YouTube is favoring shorts, which is why you'll see more shorts on Comic Pop Prime uh, and back issues. The <laughs> shorts help to perpetuate and promote back issues. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if uh, after 100K, we'll see what happens, if and when we ever get there. So thank you all so much for being here and supporting us on this channel and that channel. Yeah. Uh, and of course on twitch.tv slash comic pop on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So tomorrow. And also that. You're going to be playing some video games. Do you know what you're playing? That's why I said I thought about doing that. So you don't know. I was playing World of Warcraft the other day. I know. And that was, was having, doing pretty okay. I was okay. having a good time. Yeah. Well, a, you do love WoW. Was, I do. I saw a joke that somebody posted where it said, uh, WoW Classic Mists of Pandaria. <laughs> they were like, and then we'll have WoW Classic Classic and Herpaderp. Yeah, that, that's why Tiffany's playing WoW Classic, because of those friggin' Pandarians. And all the other, like, 
nonsense they changed. I don't know. I don't. I, wasn't I don't. A I, don't fan. No. <laughs> I left before that. Anyway, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We'll see you guys next time. Next week, I think, on Off the Rack, and uh, you know, more on my, on on every other day. Yeah, that's so right. Keep keep your eyes open. It's <laughs> a great new send off for the show. Keep your eyes open. So long, everybody. Thanks a lot for watching. Bye. Bye. <laughs>